Welcome all, welcome none, because I'm sure no one's going to listen to this first episode, but we're going to give it the old college try anyways. Um, this is a new podcast. My name is Colton. I have my friend Dylan here. What's up? Yeah. I already messed it up. I, I know. Yeah, I okay. tripped over my words like a freaking <laughs> asswipe. But um, this is a new podcast. It's called If Stupid Had a Name, which you should already know because you tapped on it to listen to it. But hey, you're still going to say it anyways. Um, general premise of this podcast, if you haven't listened to the trailer, is we kind of talk about uh, well, talk about stuff that's happened to us over the past week because we're only going to plan on uploading once a week for right now. We'll see how this goes or if we can do more. Um, but we'll do ridiculous news stories that happen throughout the week or yeah. within the last 10 minutes because that's how this world works. And yep. then regular news <laughs> stories, and then we'll hit up a little bit on Reddit because Reddit is always good for gold. So we're going to start it off with... And why uh, not? Every other podcast does it. So, yes, you know. Right. Um, screw it. Let's do it. Yeah, let's, let's do it anyways. <laughs> we're going to start off with Dylan, who thinks he broke his uh, pinky. Uh, take it away. So, so I can't necessarily say like what happened exactly. Like I can't. Say, well, I can't say where it, where it happened. I should say. But uh, so I'm helping uh someone out, and uh uh we hit, we were dealing with some issue, and I go to hit the hammer on this tool that I was using. Got my pinky instead. I. I shit you not, I almost cried because it hurt so bad. I was like, damn, this, you know, like, I'm just, like, rubbing it, make sure, like, oh, God, if it's broken, I'm, you know, I have to do something about it. But I'm, like, moving it around and still, so I, I'm pretty sure it isn't broken. But then I get closer to the end of the day, and I was putting something back, and my pinky got caught. And uh, when I was trying to shift this, shift, not shit, shift this thing out, and it pinched my pinky right on where I hit it. And, uh, I, yeah, I was ready. I'm like, yeah, I'm ready to call it a day because, god damn. And it was only 8 a.m. No. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually close. I think it was like 1030. Oh, oh. But uh, uh, in the same week, I kid you not, I hit three other extremities uh uh like you know two my both index fingers which i can talk about i did hit those at work which all all that happened was they got bruised they they're better now but uh yeah and then i pinched my thumb and uh that week was not not fun yeah it doesn't sound like a fun week so that um, was the same week me and you went to the concert oh yeah that was pretty fire so little background which we probably should have done first I am a over-the-road truck driver, and so that's why we're only going to do this weekly because I'm usually gone for the week. Hey, that's what over-the-road means. Dylan, you do... I do teardown at a uh, uh, truck parts company, um, and we basically get, like, our where I work at specifically, we get older transmissions, and we, we tear those down and... Well, Every once in a while, you know, you hurt yourself, you know, just, and you learn from it. Uh, yeah. But our safety program kind of like kind of went balls to the wall. It was like you get a splinter and you better tell them. Otherwise, they're going to uh, find where you live and uh, 
drag you out. Right. You know? We don't need to go into yeah, why the don't... safety program is the way we the way it is. We can maybe share. Oh yeah, we save, all know. We can we save know. we can no. save that for another time. <laughs> but uh, so dude got fucking folded. Oh oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot about that just now. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, that was uh, that was fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, and now it has this weird bump on it, and I'm kind of concerned by it. Yeah, that's about how it goes. Well, I can say because we both went in our our high school offered uh, a chance to go to. Well, the county our high school was in had a uh, a tech center, which a lot of counties uh, we are in the state of Michigan. You don't need to know where in Michigan, but we're in the state of Michigan, and a lot of counties in Michigan. I don't know if it's like that for other states. For a lot of uh, if you're in either 11th or 12th grade, at least for it was for us. You could go to the tech center, the countywide tech center. They had a whole bunch of different programs. They had like a, a diesel mechanic program. They had um, culinary. They had stuff for uh, learn how to game program, uh, how to do stuff in television, like make commercials and editing, and um, not suck ass on podcasts. As you can tell, we didn't take that class. Uh, <laughs> so, um, but we took the construction class, and the construction class was a was a two year class. So since we did it our junior year, we also did it our senior year as well. And hella fun. It hella was, fun. It was great. And uh, neither of us are currently using construction in any capacity in our lives. So <laughs> That's actually not true. I use it uh, very rarely, time to time. <laughs> but it's not like we work, you know, rough framing or doing like siding or shingling or anything like that um, on a house or whatever. So as a job. <clears throat> so that's right. what we did for two years. And, and um, our, the tech teachers we had, we had four of them. Because we had two, there was one teacher for the first years, the quote-unquote first years, and then a teacher for the quote-unquote second years. And then each group also had a, um, what was it called, were they called, parapros? Yeah. like that, parapro? Yep. Yeah, a parapro, um, which basically was a person that would help out. Because if you got 30 kids on a construction site, that, that, if, well, <clears throat> if a teacher has a question, he can't bounce around the whole construction site answering questions. So they give another per, it, you know, person there to help the same out. Thing like, uh, it's the same thing like... Uh, the school that I used to go to. In the hood, yeah. Sorry. Um, they would uh, our the classrooms were like super big, but we would have like um, I I know I can say it, but we would have special needs kids in those class classes with us, and so but because the teacher was just focusing on the already huge classroom that she they had. You know, we would always have a parapro in some form of capacity, w- whether it was an assistant teacher or uh, just a parapro. Right. So, uh, so you guys didn't have, like, um, where the special needs kids or whatever would go to, like, a separate class? They <laughs> – so the district that we lived in was actually big enough to where all the – we had a specialized school for all of them. But oh, Okay. Depending on where you lived, you would have to go to the regular middle school. Okay, that makes zero sense, but all right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't get it. Like it, it me makes... and my sister, me and my sister were two years apart, so her first year of middle school, she went to the special school, and then when I started middle school, she was in eighth grade, and she got. Well, she got flipped at the end of her sixth grade to the regular middle school. Okay. But, yeah, she would have to take regular classes in them, and she'd get frustrated because it's just like, 
I can't understand this shit. Right. It's you need it's a like, little bit more. You need to you need help because, like, your sister. It's not like she is. She can, can. She has function over herself. That's not a problem. She's, I guess, what yeah, you would call yeah. high, high functioning. Function, yeah. Even though I know people don't like that term, but it's the best. Apparently, I mean, what, what yeah. else you gonna do? You can do their high functioning person with autism or a low functioning normal person. So I mean, I think I vote <laughs> the second one is more derogatory in my opinion. So. But yeah, that's okay. I can't. Yeah, she was she was high functioning in the capacity of like, uh, basically doing everything herself. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like for example, she has a little harder time with like numbers and stuff, which is, I mean, so sorry, I got so, interrupted. You continue on. So they um, so yeah, she would be like you know, struggle with numbers and stuff like that. Like when we moved to where we are, well, not now, but, but where, where you, we were where you during high school. Out, yeah. yeah. You finished out your high school. Yeah. Um, which is the same school. I middle went to. school technically. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you finished out middle and high school, but yes. Yeah. So she actually did like 10 times better there because they had just a classroom where they would focus on everybody yeah. You know, because I mean, there was like what? I think at least 15. Mm, well, not even, are you like saying 10, for high school? Or, are you saying for high school or middle school? Oh, yeah, high school. High, high school. school. Well, I think in our grade, there was only two or three kids that were in that. Like, um, separate class. I'm not sure. Sh- I know two, maybe three. So, yeah, if you average that out, probably, yeah, 15 ish kids. Probably in high school. I yeah, I could see that. Fifteen kids. Yeah. So, um, that's that. Um, so that's a little bit on us. Dylan almost thinking he broke his pinky. What you did is well. Anyways, going back, circling back to what what this is all about. I can say the worst feeling in the world, in my opinion. I obviously I'm exaggerating a little bit. Is so like say you're it's you know it's minorly cold out you know maybe like sweatshirt weather like 50s or so and you're going to put in a nail on whatever you're doing and you know you get the nail started and and you give it one more whack just one more whack to get the nail started and you You know one more whack just (laughs) clip your thumb with the hammer oh my god if someone was there i'd throw a hammer through their head (laughs) like okay like hitting your thumb like on your like hand or whatever the meat not bad. Not bad. Like, oh, that kind of hurt. Yeah, like, ooh, we'll do that like, shit again. Like, just the nail. Oh. The absolute, one it's, of the absolute it's worst like, feelings. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's like white hot pain. I don't know why it feels so much different, but it's like, or if you drop something, not even not even ooh. very heavy, just a little bit. It just clips it. It's like, oh, I think I'm dead. <laughs> so this is going to be kind of gross if, like, you're not good with, like, gore, I guess. That's right. Nobody's listening to this. But, uh, so I... Speaking of, um, speaking about thumbs, um, when I was uh, in high school, I think, so I think, yeah, sometime in high school, I was using my mom's um, potato cutter uh, or slicer, mm-hmm. and I was getting to the end, and I wasn't paying attention, and my thumb clipped. I felt the blade hit my thumb, oh. and then I pulled it off, and I felt it like slide out. I was like, oh my god. This, this shit sucks. I'm looking at it. I'm starting to bleed. And, like, the part, like, it, my, don't worry, my thumb's still attached. 
but the part that I hit my uh, thumb on, that chunk of skin, immediately went dead. It turned all gray, and I'm like, am I going to need stitches for this? Nah. I just rat that shit like <laughs> I, used, I just throw a band-aid I, on it. <laughs> it's alright. I didn't even throw a band-aid on oh! it. I took, I, I took paper towel, wrapped it, and took medical tape, and then wrapped that. Because <laughs> that's sanitary. <laughs> oh yeah, you know, totally. And then like a few hours later, I uh <clears throat> I uh took it off and then I because I wanted to wash it obviously, because I did touch a you know contaminated potato cutter right and obviously i stopped using the potato cutter i washed it and all that stuff i had some uh i had i think my uh i think my mom actually finished it but yeah i uh washed it and the skin just flapped up and i was like <laughs> what uh, the I'm, fuck you. you know uh, uh i'm gonna throw up go throw up now so i'll be right back <laughs> So, anyways, that's a good that's a good uh, segue to us. So today, uh, yeah, the day we're, the day we are recording this, it is in the evening um, of uh, September seventh. Earlier today, I well, so going back to yesterday for us, which was September sixth, I was driving around in my truck, and I come to a stop, oh. and I hear a slight grinding noise. I'm like, oh, that doesn't sound right. So I go again, and I take a I go what I think wherever I was going, get the green light, whatever, go on, get the next red light. And I, I muted my radio and I turned off uh, the climate fan so I could hear it more. And I could definitely hear something grinding. But it, it was only the brake. So that I knew I was like, bad. okay, well, it's not wheel bearing because if it was wheel bearing, you'd hear it all the time. You'd hear it when the oh, yeah, or moving. especially when you turn. Yeah. Correct, correct. But it was only when I stepped on the brake. So I knew it was probably wore through one of my pads on the brakes. Well, I checked them yesterday. And with how the brake calipers are on my truck... Um, it couldn't really see how much pad was on the inside pad of the of the brakes because of how the calipers were. And so I could see they were low, but I couldn't see how much pad was left on them. So driving around today, and it was getting worse today. So I'm like, okay, well, I probably should go buy uh, new brakes. Well, hold on, back, back up. Yesterday when I checked, I also looked at the rotors because if you have metal, scraping on metal, your rotors won't be shiny. They'll have scuff marks on them from the metal. And the inside rotor, or the inside of the rotor on the passenger side front, was scuffed up. So that was already a sign that right. probably have metal on metal contact. Ooh! Yeah, so... That's fun. So I went to, went to the parts place, bought parts, bought pads and rotors, came home, was start, I was, put it up on the jack, or my jack, put it on jack stand, and did and the driver... did No. Did the driver's oh. side first. Take the wheel off, take the caliper out. Which was when we did your brakes, my brakes were actually a lot easier to do. Oh, really? Yeah, at least taking it apart. It was a well, lot easier. Well, I mean, we also I, didn't, I don't have caliper clips like you did on your car. I'm guessing you also don't have to deal with uh, uh, trying to spend an hour and a half and how to jack up a <laughs> yeah, car. Yeah, because your car was unibot. I actually have a frame, so, you know, I could just put it on the frame. <laughs> I know, what a concept. But I don't have caliper clips, so it's real easy. You don't have to take those. I've been putting them back on. It's, you ain't got to worry about them. It's, yeah, well, right, right. Having to do that. So, anyways, take it off. Take the caliper off. Take the caliper mount off with the pads on them. Put them off to the side. And then I just have to take the rotor off. And the rotor didn't come off. So I'm like, okay, well, you know, it could just be a little stick. So I'll just, you know, tap the back on where there is the dust shield. Start hitting the back. Nothing. Okay, hit it a little harder. 
Nothing. Hit it a little harder. Nothing. All right, let me tap the front of it now and see if I can get it to wiggle. Nothing. Probably beat on it for like five minutes, right? Nothing. Would not move. Took some PB Blaster, spray PB Blaster where PB Blaster didn't need to go, but hey, I'm trying to get the goddamn rotor off. Will not <laughs> right. come off. Will not come off. So, I, I, call, <laughs> I called my grandfather because he used to work on uh, cars back in the day at actually at a dealership and stuff. And so I'm like, okay, you know, maybe he's got some tricks and stuff like that. He's like, well, if you had a torch, you could just torch it. Well, we don't have, I don't have a torch, like a but- little butane torch. Yeah, can't, right. Can't do right. that. He's like, well, if you want, you can hit between, so like you have the studs, the wheel studs. If you hit between yeah. the studs on the rotor, that could maybe pop it off. I'm like, okay, I'll try that. Try that. Couldn't do it. Actually hit one of the studs by accident and it poked through, but it's, that's not a big deal. It just, there's like grooves on the back of the stud to you pull it back out so that's not a, that's not an issue um anyway so try that call him again he's like well hit around the out you know blah blah he told me another thing to do do that still nothing well i had a little four pound hammer with a wooden handle probably like you know it's probably like a 12 inch handle i'm going yeah. and i gave and i just now i just i'm getting pissed off right and so i just start beating on the freaking rotor as hard as i as can. you should as mm-hmm. hard as i can um with the space i could work with and i go and then two what's that just fell oh the fucking hammerhead just came off the handle. Swell. <laughs> so, oh my god! Yeah, I looked, dude. and the wood broke off of. There was still wood inside the hammer, but it actually broke. Yeah. The wood broke. I'm like, Are you? I would be honestly so. Dude, pissed. I was about to do, go freaking grab a shotgun and just start shooting shooting my truck because I was getting pissed <laughs> off, man. So I'm like, well, I think my dad has a sledgehammer. He does. He has an actual like true sledgehammer, right? So I get that. And of course, while I'm doing this, there's I'm doing it in the garage, and there's no airflow in the garage. It's only seven degrees out, but it was humider than an MF outside. I mean, like it would f- people from Florida be like, "Damn, that's pretty humid up here." Yeah, it was that freaking humid. <laughs> and so I'm just sweating like a pig, right? And so of course now there's rust all laying on the garage floor, and I don't want to roll around in that. So I grab um, uh, like a little um, uh, what's can't think of the word whatever doesn't matter a little thing to lay down on um to roll underneath the roll underneath my truck fighting whatever yeah yeah roll underneath the truck grab the sledgehammer and i didn't even this part pissed me off i got the rotor off it took me about three taps with the three or four taps of the sledgehammer and i didn't even hit it that hard with the sledgehammer and it just it, it, i hit it once <laughs> and it went boop, and it damn near slid right off the stuff i was i was i was like are you i was like oh yeah i loosened it up earlier breaking that i'm so big tough guy yeah yeah <laughs> i'm so pissed speaking about like no i'm not done do all that do the driver's side drop it down you know t- you know put the put it all back yeah. together do the driver's side do the passenger side do the passenger side i took caliper mount out and the damn rotor basically damn near falls off the studs i'm like oh oh so this one's easy as hell but i had to make up for it on the other side by breaking shit, right? Right. Get done, put it all back together, back out, so I can take it D- for a test drive and stuff. And I look, oh, my ABS light's on. While, so while either doing, I put my scan tool to it, so either doing, the, it's the front left, ABS or wheel speed sensor is what's having an issue. So either doing it, I either unplugged it by accident, I broke it somehow, or, which I'm hoping is just some rust or brake dust covering the sensor, and so maybe driving down the road, it'll clear out and it'll fix itself. Did you just have to do your two front brakes? Yeah, I just had to do my front brakes. Yeah, and oh. the inside rotors, or the inside uh, pads, rather, 
on both sides were really worn down. And the passenger side was, there was zero pad left. It was on metal. But, like, the outside pads still had a ton of life on them. So, I don't know why it's uh, wearing the inside so much faster. It, it could have been because of how you're, I don't know, usually, like, I know with, like, different wear patterns on brake pads, you can tell what your car is actually doing. Right. And stuff yeah, like that. I haven't looked up what it, why it's uh, what it means when the inside's uh, wearing more than yeah. the outside. But like my caliper guide pins, they slid in and out just fine. So I know that's not a, that's not the issue. So, but so tomorrow the project is if it doesn't clear itself going to and from, I just got to go into work for a little bit. But if it doesn't clear itself, then I'm gonna try and see if I can maybe if I just unplugged it by accident or something. So I got to do that. Yeah. But yeah, I was, I, I was I, so <clears throat> freaking pissed off. But at least, Although, and then like the first, the first times I step on the brake, it was like it was like really spongy. Like I'm like, uh, what <laughs> the hell? But then after driving around more, I you know breaking and putting some pad on the rotor and stuff, it started working better. So I was like, oh my god, why can never be freaking easy? Oh no, always a pain. Then you're ass. asking too much. I know. Like I want to uh, just touch back on my like, tools breaking. I literally just talked about this with one of my coworkers today. So, um, one of my de- I I bought a new dead blow months ago. It was from Mac Tools, eighty bucks for a fifty six ounce dead blow. But it's a uh, plastic composite type dead blow, so it'll last me a lot longer. Well, when I first started out and I went to tear down uh, at my job, I bought a Husky forty five ounce because I mean I I like Husky. I don't know why. I just yeah, do. Husky's not bad. Uh, yeah, Husky ain't bad. Until you uh, start beating the absolute dog shit out of your tool. <laughs> that is a different story. I literally I had this I literally had this mallet for a week. Or dead blow, sorry. For about a week. And I'm just like beating the crap out of it. And I go to swing it because I'm trying to get this part out. And I swing and I hit it instantly. I mean, I already put wear and tear on it. Splits in half. I'm like... Are you are you serious? You know, like holy are shit. You serious? <laughs> so yeah, that was so yeah. that was the fun I had. Hopefully, like I said hopefully the sensor can just clear itself and everything's all hunky dory. That's hey, you know talking about clearing themselves. My body did that <laughs> a few weeks ago. Boy, we are just killing, killing the motherfucking segways right now. <laughs> <laughs> so we're uh, this happened like. I think uh, we went to the concert last week, maybe like two weeks ago before that, so about three weeks ago now. We, um, uh, my my mom's side of the family, uh, well, my, my mom's dad's side, so my grandpa, uh, that side always gets together every year, pretty much no matter what. Unlike last year, we had issues with rain and stuff. So we show up this year. And we're hanging out, you know, having a good time. We spend about, I want to say, two and a half, three hours there just hanging out, mm-hmm. talking with family, eat, yeah. you know. Normal family reunion. And I ate, you know, you know. I go to the bathroom the first time at the the park because we went to a park and it was, obviously, it's public restrooms and stuff. Ooh. So I went there. I did not use it. I only used it co- to go number one. Okay, to so, go have a piss, Mike. Yeah. So I, I went to, I went to go take a leak. And I already felt it coming. I'm like, oh, my God, dude. Not and, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm like, all right, you know what? I can hold it till we get home. Whatever. Not that big of a deal. 
Oh boy, and let me tell you what, I barely fucking made it. <laughs> we we get ready to go home, and in the car, uh, I, you know, I let one rip, you know. But, uh, you know, a little something, something almost came out, and I was like, alright, we need to get home now. So I step on a little bit, and I'm like, you know, fucking like, oh shit. <laughs> get home, pull right in the driveway, and it kicks in. And I'm like, ready. Well, the shitty part about it, is, no pun intended. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is I hit my mom's because I took my mom's car because she has a bigger trunk and all that stuff. Yeah, it's hiding dead bodies, right? Right. Yeah, and um, but she has a key on her on her thing, and I was hoping to God that my dad and them would <laughs> would show up first, so I wouldn't have to sit there and try and unlock the door while you're playing while beat the clock with your ass. yeah. While I'm, you know, puckering. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we get home, and lo and behold, yeah, I'm the first one. We're, we're the first ones. And I'm with my sister and my girlfriend. And I'm like, like we got to go. We got to go now. And we, we had we had uh, the dish that we brought, which was taco salad. And I'm holding it. And I, I'm looking at my sister. I'm like, you need to fucking take this right now. I need to go. Like, I have got to go. There is no holding it anymore. <laughs> So I'm like, I run to the door, <laughs> and thank God there's only like two or three keys on my mom's keys, and I find the right one, and I'm like jamming it in there. I'm like, open the fucking door, open the fucking door, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, get in there, go, go, go. Uh, yeah, uh, I made it, so I didn't, I didn't shit myself, thank God. But yeah, that was uh, uncomfortably close. Not even gonna lie, very uncomfortably close. Yeah, there is quite. There is not quite anything like driving home, playing beat the clock in your car, with when you have to when you're having issues. Leave it, you know, <laughs> regardless of what it is, when you're having issues of some sort, there is nothing like driving at that time. It's almost like you bring in your inner NASCAR or anything. You're like I, any motherfucker gets in my way, they are Tokyo up, drifting. They are ending up <laughs> firewall deep in the ditch. All right. <laughs> Well, it's just like um, uh, it's just like whenever you have like something important to do, whether it's you know beating the clock with your uh, turtle head poking out or uh, you know whatever. It's like, especially where um, you know where I guess where I technically live, you hit every red light, every single one. Oh, so they're not time- every they're not, they're single not, one. They're not timed worth a damn, is what you're saying. Yeah, so it's like. It's like, oh, okay, sweet. This one's green. And if you're good, if you're good enough, you'll hit every green light. But, you know, I'm trying to rush home. Like, oh, hell no. I got to go. <laughs> I got to do, I got to take care of some business. When you're, when you're trying to make, you're when hitting you're every trying, single red light. Yeah. When you're hauling ass to the porcelain <laughs> bank, you're hitting every red light. All right. Oh. And then if you don't, and if you don't get hit every red light, <laughs> you get boxed in like a turtle's pecker between some slow, two slow motherfuckers, one in front of you and one behind you every time without a, without fail, without fail. That's always, that always happens. So every time, every time. Every time. So, all right. Uh, moving talking on. About, talking about shit. Moving on from talking about sh- shit. Talking no, about man. shit. All right. So the lions apparently. The, Detroit the Lions, Lions are gonna do. The, the Lions I'm are sorry. gonna do good. The NFL thought it was a good idea to have the Detroit Lions, who um, 
five. Hey, they went nine and eight. Yes, after going the first year. like what five and one, or I'm sorry, one and five. I don't care what. Listen, I don't care what anybody says. Any team that can turn that around is a good team, in my opinion. Yes. I mean, I'm a Detroit Lions fan, anyways, but still. Well, because there there is a video. I don't know. It, you could probably still find it on YouTube because it's it's not like politically offensive to where one side get pissed off so it hasn't been taken I, to my knowledge it hasn't been taken down um there's a video i don't know if it's actually and this is this is way before um the ai stuff started coming around where you could like fake people's voices through ai this is way before that so i don't know if tim allen actually uh did it did the voiceover or somebody that has a really good imitation of tim allen but if you Live in Michigan, and maybe if you live in Ohio, Indiana, Illinois, Wisconsin, Minnesota, around Michigan, we get a lot of like pure Michigan ads, which is like ads saying like, "Hey, this is what you can do up in the UP or Northern Michigan or whatever like that," you know? Yeah. Tourism thing. And Tim Allen, since he's from Michigan, does the voiceover for those ads. Well, there was an ad about. Um, this was back when the lines were complete trash. I think this might have been done after they went zero and sixteen. So, I mean, this was oh, done... 2008. Yeah, so this was done 10, 12 years ago, right? <laughs> and it goes on about the ad about how Detroit Lions fan base are the most loyal because every year, every year, they're like, oh, this is the year. This is the year. We're going to go <laughs> We're gonna go to the playoffs. And halfway through the season, they haven't won a motherfucking game. It's like, oh, yeah. Every year they do that. Oh, the team's good this year. We went 4-0 in preseason. Yeah, you went four and zero playing your what? first string, playing <laughs> your first string, while everybody else is playing their second and third string. Of course, you should fucking win, goddamn. But he like, would, he would go through the ad and he called the Detroit Lions fan crazy fuckers. He's like these crazy fuckers every year. Always think the Lions. It's a great ad. It's awesome. I don't know if it's still on YouTube, but if it is, give it a listen That's because funny. it is fantastic. It is awesome. These crazy fuckers. It's so good. <laughs> it's, it's, I don't know oh. if Tim Allen did it or if somebody that sounds like Tim Allen, but it's so right. good. It is so good. Uh, but anyway, so the Lions, because the NFL thought it was a good idea, are they yeah, so kick like, off for the season against the <clears throat> fucking Super Bowl champions. So yeah, that's gonna go real well, I bet. I think they've but hey, started hey, right listen, now. Listen, listen, listen. Uh, no, it starts in like 15 minutes. Oh, okay, because we're doing. I this. am gonna be watching the game. I'm not gonna lie. I am gonna be watching the game while we're doing this. Yeah. <laughs> I have Peacock, so they're streaming it live on there. Oh. But um. Peacock can suck a cock, in my opinion. But. <laughs> that I have that for different reasons, but. Um. um anyways, continue on. I the only thing they, I know of big out of it is that Travis Kelsey is not playing because he's either he is. He so okay, Dylan, so the this big is up your L. You're more NFL. I know, I know. That, I'm about to explain it. Um, so Travis Kelsey was going to be ruled out from playing, but this morning, uh, they were exercising his knee. He tweaked his knee, I believe, or or something to do with his hamstring. One of the two, I can't remember. But they um they uh, said that he was going to play, and then. They turn around. This is how I know Kansas City is is uh, scared of the Detroit Lions because they're making Travis Kelsey play. Because I know a lot of people, if the Detroit Lions won, which they're gonna win, no matter what. These crazy know, fuckers. <laughs> um, 
they're going to be like, oh, it's because they didn't have Tra- Travis Kelsey in there. It's like, fuck off, dude. I hate that. I hate that shit. When they say, oh, we had this one oh. player. Yeah, yeah. This uh, one they- player would have stopped your defense. Even though Travis Kelsey has nothing to do with the defense, would have stopped the defense from playing like shit. Yeah, yeah. That one player made a huge di- would have made a huge difference. I remember. And another, <clears throat> um, one of their defense. Defensive players isn't playing. Uh, the defensive tackle, I think Chris Jones, he's not playing today. Mm. And so then, what you're saying is um, there is a chance. There is a chance. There is a chance that the Lions uh, won't make a fucking embarrassment of themselves on national TV. <laughs> well, hey, to be fair, their last national TV game uh, was against the Green Bay Packers, and then SO- and then those, those SOBs won. You know, Detroit. Couldn't make the playoffs, but they sure as shit control if the Packers made the playoffs last year. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're like, if we're not going, you're not going either, fuckers. <laughs> you're coming down with us. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Chris Jones is out. Uh, let's actually take a look if Travis Kelsey is going He's to a, actually. Travis Kelsey's a tight end, right? Yes, he That's is. That's what I thought. He's a very good tight end. I know end. he's one of the best tight ends in the league right now. Ah, he's out. Yes. <laughs> So what uh, you're saying is there's a chance. <laughs> there's a huge chance. There's yeah. a huge chance. Yeah. So Yeah, he injured his knee. Okay. But um yeah. it probably won't go much more into that at all. Excuse me, sorry, I didn't mean to mute my mic and I didn't get it fast enough. Um so I don't watch NFL football. The only times I actually will sit down and watch football per se is Thanksgiving because it's the only MF thing on. Um, and Super Bowl Sunday because it's the only thing on, and by that point, you generally have, hopefully, the two best teams, so it's usually decent football. Not always, though. Last year's Super Bowl game was actually really good, but, like, the previous two years, games were really boring. Yeah, there was, uh, like, um, yeah, there have just been, like, very boring games. Well, see, what it's come down to a lot is defense. Defense, defense, defense. And if you have a really good well, defense, which is good for you because the other team isn't scoring, except when you have two game, two teams with fantastic defense, all it is is, you know, three downs, then punt. You know, three downs, then punt. It's, uh, three downs, then right, punt. Three it's, downs, then punt. It's like, oh, my God. It's also like this. I know a lot of uh, sports uh, casters have already, like, mentioned this, but, like, the league that we're in now is such a wide receiver heavy league. Yeah. Like, like nobody uh, is really trying to run the ball. Like you got good running backs, like Jamal Williams, uh, David Montgomery. Um, uh, you know, uh, you know Alvin Kamara and stuff, but he's out for three games. But you have all these like decent running backs that can make plays for their teams. It's just they're not as important as wide receiver anymore. Right. It's just like it, uh, I think it was like. Well, like back in the '90s, when Barry Sanders was playing, yes, everybody wanted a running back. Everybody wanted to. Right, but also but, too, a lot of teams had running backs, but also wide receivers. Unlike uh, the Lions, the Lions. We couldn't figure that out. Oh, <laughs> the we Lions. Should, we should have a run game and a passing game. The what? the reason why, like this year, like the reason why there's so much hype uh, for the Lions, it's. It's not only the combination of, um, like, a decent offense. Like, we had, I think, we were in the top 
five offenses for the league. Yeah. Just because. Yeah, I was gonna say they were like they were. Golf is a golf is a fucking machine. Like, <laughs> well, like once, once he got two years ago okay. settled in. Like as a yeah, as a Detroit Lions fan, I will say two years ago, I was absolutely shit break. I was like, oh my god, we're gonna lose. Yeah, everybody was ready to burn his ass on the stake. Yeah, <laughs> it was. But then I'm like, but you gotta think. You're like, okay, he just came from you know a super competitive uh, team. Yeah, a Super Bowl willing, uh, Super Bowl willing, <laughs> Super Bowl winning team. As they did the that to next season. a rebuild, right? To a rebuild, basically, right. and it's like, got to give him some time to adjust to that. Right. And he did. Obviously, last year proved it. He had probably one of the most impressive, uh, like, uh, second half of the season. He only threw nine interceptions during the entire season, and that was all within the first six or six or seven games. Yeah, and where Detroit went one and six, so and got most yeah. of their. Yeah, and losses. then. And then they pulled their heads out of their ass and was like, "Hey, we're actually a decent team. Let's let's try this again." Right. <laughs> and so. you know, winning record and stuff. But like, a lot. Of their main problem last year was the defense just let shit go. Yeah, like, that was. Yeah, you like, were sc- you're scoring 35, 40 points a game. But like a giving, big issue. But you're giving up just as many each game. Yeah. Like, well, a big issue like was was especially like. During the uh, Bills game and the um, Panthers game, they, ah, for whatever reason, the Lions let Josh Allen and then Sam Darnold, of all quarterbacks, <laughs> just absolutely fucking mop the floor uh, with the defense. It yeah. was crazy. Well, to be fair, the Bills are a good team anyways. The Bills, yes, the Bills are a very decent team. Very decent. I'd say they're at least the last few years they are very good teams. They're like they're one of those teams where they're one pe- they're one puzzle piece away from getting to the Super Bowl. Right. You know, I, I know I just went on a thing ten minutes ago how one player can't change um the outcome of a game. They can't change the outcome of a game, I'd say, over winning or losing. Yeah. But yeah. the Bills' defense is pretty good. The offense is pretty good. It's just either one more piece, and maybe one defense defensive piece and one offensive piece, and they are going to be playing. They could, they're probably already going to be playing lights-out football, but they have a really good chance. Oh, yeah. Of course, like, it also well, depends because they're in the AFC what division i see football i can't do football. afc east i think east, okay. uh let me see east, see i can't uh, maybe. see that's what bugs me about football and the mlb is you have al and nl teams and you'll have the fucking yankees are one and then the mets are the other one it's like they're in the same freaking city why are they in different leagues you know, NHL yes, and NBA, they, they got it down to a science. If you're east of this, you're in the Eastern Conference. If you're west of this, you're in the Western Conference. What a concept. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just because they uh, – it was just how – I know. It's because you had two separate leagues. You had the AFC. Yeah, the American Football League. I, and I then... get, yes, I get it. But it's just – it's yeah. confusing as hell because I can't, I can't think of who's in the NFL or in the NFC and who's in the AFC. By just looking at a map and be like, oh, yeah, all the teams east of the Mississippi are the AFC. All the teams west of the Mississippi are the NFC. No, it, Right, you got, like, the AFC here, NFC, AFC, yeah. NFC. Well, like yeah, the Mets and the Giants, place, but... they play in the same freaking stadium, but one's NFC, one's AFC. <laughs> <laughs> you play in the same goddamn stadium. <laughs> but, um, 
Yeah, the uh, Bills are in the AFC East. Although I will say, every single year, the AFC will like I swear to God mops the floor with the NFC. Yeah, every AFC, year. The last few every years, year, the AFC has been better than the NFC. They are the supreme. Well, right now, you know, yeah, right now. Like a lot of people. So another thing, another good thing that I've seen just as a Detroit Lions fan from the Detroit Lions is Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell absolutely, absolutely cooked um, during the um, regular season last uh, year. Not, n- not the regular season, in the off season. Yeah. With the oh, draft, oh, uh, yeah. uh, um, free agency. Like, we picked up David Montgomery for the amount we wanted for Jam- from Jamal Williams, but Jamal Williams was like, uh, no. You know, yeah. But the Detroit Lions, like, sorry, we had to, we had to pick somebody. We right. didn't want nobody to take him. Right. So last Lions thing, because I don't really want the centric around Detroit teams. My hot. Yeah. So I'm gonna make a hot take, and it's the last Lions thing right now. Hot take. The best thing, and this is gonna sound very morbid. The best thing to happen to the Lions franchise is uh, uh, William uh, William Clayford dying. And I, I only say that because when did the Lions go 0-16? 2008. 2008. Who was running the team back then? Who was the owner of the team? William Clayford. Okay. The Lions have been pretty much trash. And I, William Clayford died, what, five years ago? Five, six years ago? And since, uh, yeah. whatever it was, since then they have progressively been getting better. And I know his wife, uh, his, so the widower, currently owns the team, but I don't think, I think, the, the kids have been more involved in the team. Yeah, and Sheila Fordham. Yeah, and they're not so much worried about just – because I think William Clay Ford didn't care. And if someone can prove me wrong, prove me wrong. I'd love to be wrong on this. But I don't think he so much cared as having a successful team as long as it was a profitable team. Yeah. Because if yeah. you want a successful that, team, you go, well, do the, mean, you go do what the Rams did two years ago and spend, and, and spend a freaking billion dollars on salary. I know it wasn't that much, but – and. God damn it, you went and won the Super Bowl. Granted, the next year they were total dog shit, but you fulfilled your accomplishment. You won a Super Bowl. You well, know? that's like that's what a lot of people were saying was like, just sell the team. Right. Like well, when Matt they, Patricia and Bob Quinn were in there, they're like, just sell the team, please. They once, like, they, they know they won, you guys. The reason they wouldn't okay. sell it is because the Ford family yeah, only they're bought profitable. it. Yeah, they No, they only bought it for like $10 million, the Lions franchise. And so if they sold the That's team, absolutely wild. The Lions, whenever, I mean, they bought this years ago. But if they sold the team, now the Lions are probably worth $2 billion. Wait, what did the, what did the, uh, the Washington Commanders sell for? I mean, it's, it's billion with Oh, a they B. just recently did that, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, it's, but it's billions of dollars. It's not hundreds, it's billions of dollars NFL franchises are worth. So if you sell the Lions, which is probably at least a $1 billion franchise, and that's probably be on, on the conservative side. Six billion. Six. Is that what the commander sold for? Yeah. Six okay. So let's five. say let's say if, let's say the the lines went up for sale right now. They probably sell for at least five billion minimum. Five billion minimum. Think of the capital gains tax you would have to pay on that. Yeah. So, That's but great. what what they'll do is once the the mom or the mom dies, so um, William's wife or whatever dies then the family will inherit the kids will inherit the team and they'll play a much they'll pay a much lower um tax on it right for um i don't know i can't remember what it's called but then they could sell it well they inherited the team at five billion dollars worth now if they sell the team at five billion dollars there's no capital gains tax 
right, because you're right. selling that you inherited the team at five billion and you're selling it for five billion. So that's why they wouldn't sell it. That was just pure business sense, and I would totally do that too. I'm like, let's see, hold on to the team that's at least making us money, or sell the team and pay a ungodly amount of capital gain. Yeah, yeah, fuck that shit. We hold on to the team. <laughs> that's 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 just smart business sense. So yeah, but I think but ever but I know it sounds terrible, but ever since he passed away, the Lions have been doing better. Oh. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, I am gonna do this. It is two minutes before kickoff. I am. I do want to give my prediction. Uh, it's gonna be thirty thirty three Lions. Mm. And are the Lions gonna win it with a game ending touchdown or field goal? Field goal. Come okay. on. Field goal. Okay. So <laughs> you want to change it to thirty two thirty then? No, it three points is for a field goal. That's right, why but that means the Lions have been have been down by one. So rather than tied, no. they'd be down by one, so it'd be 32-30. No, because they would get six tu- six touchdowns each. Yes. Which is... Not necessarily. Seven times five. Oh, it'd be 35 then, so it'd be six times five. Not necessarily. Dude, guaranteed someone's going to be missing an extra point tonight. It happens every game. Someone is, but I'm know, just saying, I'm just saying that's on. my prediction. I don't know what's 30 going to on. 33. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with kickers in the NFL, but they cannot make field goals to save their fucking lives anymore. Well, who's we the last you, one to do that? Hire, Matt Prater. Yeah, we hire you to do your, this <laughs> one job, and that's the only job you do. You ain't got to worry about getting hit. You ain't got to worry about... You kind of do sometimes. <laughs> but it's not like you're an offensive <laughs> right, right. line, you know? You're not an offensive lineman. You ain't got to worry about getting hit. You ain't got to worry about, you know, catching the ball or anything, because that, that's the, the holder's job to catch the ball and set it for you. Oh, you got a rainbow just kicking the damn thing. Like, you have, like, no pressure. <laughs> Jesus. Anyways, so, that's, that's NFL, and I guess we're, we're gonna, that ran a lot longer than I thought it was going to, so, <laughs> we're gonna move on to, uh, weird news that we've seen in the last, eh, few days. Some of this is older. I have no doubt people have already read this. Like, this one story was uh, posted on August 29th, so that's a week and a half ago, call it. But I think this epitomizes <laughs> everything that's going on in this city of Chicago. <laughs> so, a Chicago TV news crew was robbed at gunpoint while reporting on a string of robberies. You can't make this shit up. This news crew... It wait, this, wait, wait, this was a news crew? This was a news crew, and they were reporting on a string of robberies that were going on in oh. Chicago's West Town neighborhood. <laughs> it doesn't... It, it says it's for a Span, Spanish language station. It doesn't say which station. But yeah, they... <laughs> it says they were robbed at gunpoint, and the the, peop, the robbers mainly took personal items, and they also took a TV camera, which the TV camera they took was actually the one that recorded the robbery, so there's no footage of the robbery, because I don't know if they have recovered the stolen camera. Um, but obviously the story never made it to air. Well, I wonder why. <laughs> That's not yeah, hard. Yeah, because they, they got robbed. Yeah, Jesus. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> A, man. That, I'm sorry. That, that just epitomizes this is going on in Chicago right now. We're going to go report on this uh, person that has robbed a bank, and you show up there, and another MF walks in to rob the bank. It's like, oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, yeah. Uh, speaking of irony, Dylan... <laughs> Oh, yeah. So, basically the same crime, except it happened to... <laughs> to a, a um, council member in California. It says, California thieves steal wallet and keys from council member while he was speaking to the public about crime. 
<laughs> I damn. Damn, man. That that's that's bad. Stolen from his bike bag. Yeah, he yeah, Emery uh Ville council member uh Kilima Pit Preforce. I hope I said that right. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure um, I butchered it, but that's all right. We don't care. Found that his wallet and keys had been stolen from his bike bag after visiting with business owners in Emeryville on Monday. So hold on, hold on, hold on. And, and he he's quoted as saying, "A lot of stores that can't afford private guards need panic buttons." It's like, uh, maybe you needed a panic button, my guy. <laughs> Holy crap! <laughs> Shh, hold on. Hold on. The, okay, I feel bad for the guy, but you, this next statement he made. So a lot of stores that can't afford private guards need panic buttons. A direct line to the police so they don't actually have to pick up the phone and call the and call the police dispatch. Um, I'm pretty sure if you if it takes you more than I don't know two freaking seconds to dial nine one one, probably probably are not the spitting image of well, of society. Come on, man. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. It may take you less time to dial nine one one. You know. Yeah. But they actually because of. Uh, what happened two or three years ago, I th- or longer than that, there was a Siri thing going around where if you said, you know, hey Siri, and then um, you said a certain number, it would actually dial, it would actually call the law enforcement for you. Oh. So a lot of people were playing pranks and they were like, hey, say this, and then get Siri to do this. And then obviously, you know, they called the cops. Well, now, because of all that that happened, they allow five seconds for you to hang up if it's a misdial or yeah. whatever have you. Okay. Well, okay. So, side story. So, uh, this was, Jesus, this has to have been at least 10 years ago, minimum 10 years ago. We used to have a landline at the house. Of course, this is Everybody when I was, did, I think. yeah, this is probably when I was 10 or 12, back when landlines were still a thing. Um, we had a landline at the house, and so the the rule was for me and my brother. We get home from school, we'd always call our mom and just say, "Hey, you know, we're home from school." And so I went to call my mom, and the first, you know, so I do the area code, and then the first three numbers are for her phone are nine one five. Well, when I did type when I dialed it, I don't remember if I either hit one twice or the button stuck, and so it dialed one twice. And so then it went 911, and then, of course, if you do that, the phone automatically starts calling if you do that. Well, right. I didn't. I was like, oh, nope, that's wrong. Of course, me being 10, I don't know. So I just I hung up the phone so it would reset it and then, you know, went and called my mom, whatever that. Well, the rule was also, <laughs> too, because... Um, yeah, all of a sudden you hear this. Well, no, <laughs> the, the rule also, too, was if... Because when somebody would call the house on the landline, it'd pop up the number on... If the TV was on, you know, it'd pop up the number on the TV. Like, oh, this person's calling. You know, this number, if it had, you know, um, you know who was calling on the TV. Because it was hooked up to the cable. Yeah, well, yeah. The rule was, if a, if someone's calls and you don't recognize the number, you're not... Don't answer the phone. Because you don't know who's calling. Uh-oh. You know? <laughs> Private number. So, yeah. well, no. It was the the county. Because, obviously, and you know, we call 911. It goes to the county dispatch. The county called the house because they got a 911 hang-up call. And it doesn't come through as a private number. It actually comes through as a regular number. But it doesn't say, like, you know, 911 dispatch or anything like that. It just says, I don't mem- I don't even know what it says, what it said. But obviously, we didn't answer the phone because we don't know who the hell's calling. So, you know, we go on continue on watching, like, freaking SpongeBob or whatever the hell we were watching. Well, so the county then dispatched a sheriff to the house. 
it wasn't like it was like a um uh you know high call you know it wasn't like it was a high priority call right like yeah that. it was just you know the you know the officers would come by make sure everything was okay you know and then you know go on well as he was pulling into the, my mom either my mom or my dad i don't remember was turning onto our street and a uh, cop pulled in behind her pulled onto the street and she's like oh you know there was a at that time there was a police officer who lived in the neighborhood she didn't think anything of it Goes on, turns into the driveway, and, she, and he turns into our driveway, too. She, now she's like, okay, what the hell is going on? <laughs> right. <laughs> so by chance, by chance, she happened to get home when the police officer got there. And so then, you know, then we got it all figured out. Oh, yeah, you know, PX, I meant to call my mom. Accidentally did 911, hung up. And then, you know, when they called, we didn't recognize the number, so we didn't answer it. Well, okay, so the officer's like, oh, okay, blah, 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 no big deal, you know, leaves. Two weeks later, my dad... <laughs> Goes to call my mom. Same thing happens. Dials nine one one, hangs up the phone to reset it, and then calls her. And I don't remember if he answered it when the county called again, or if another police officer showed up. But this is so my dad, he's like, "All right, that's it." He took the phone, ripped it off the wall, and threw it right in the trash. <laughs> there, problem solved. <laughs> it's like Jesus. Damn, man. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, but, yeah, it's just, it's like, oh. you t- turn, that, turn that shit up to 11. It's like, good lord. Oh. So. <laughs> just, like, straight ripped it off the wall. Like, nah, we're not doing this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Done with this shit. <laughs> oh. And then we probably only had the landline for another few years, and then now we don't even have cable. We have YouTube TV, which is cable, but not uh, yeah. traditional yeah, I, style yeah. of cable. You know, it's streaming cable, so. Uh, we don't even have a landline anymore. We all we do is just we get we just get, think, we just get inter- we just get internet. Does. That's it. That's it. We got bomb ass internet. Thank you, internet provider. You don't sponsor us, so I'm not gonna name you. If you want me to, you can gladly give us money. <laughs> so, um, speaking of police, this one was posted uh, a little over a week ago. Police stopped a Nebraska man for bucking the law with a bull riding shotgun in his car. I, th- this that's is, actually great. This is this is so ridiculous that words cannot do this justice. You'd have to go look it up yourself. This guy driving in what looks like a Ford Escort or something has a full size freaking cow in his passenger seat, and he's got like a. I'm, I'm gonna watch the video right and now. He's got like bull bars on the side <laughs> for on the passenger door, and he's it looks like he's taking out the windshield. I don't even know how, and this car is obviously leaning to the right because of all the freaking weight. Oh my god, it was... <sighs> Bruh. Yeah. Dude, the fucking horns on this thing is like... I know! Almost as big as a car, dude. Holy Jesus. shit. Yeah, I, that's what I... It almost, it almost looks fake. It, it almost dude, looks they put, fake. They, <laughs> they put a fucking gate door on there. I know, I was saying, put a gate door on this man. Oh my god. <laughs> That, that, I'm sorry, but that is hilarious. That the, guy, is great. the guy was uh, <laughs> driving from his home in uh, Nailing, Arkansas, or Nailing, Nebraska to Norfolk, Nebraska, which is about 36 miles. <laughs> that's oh great. my god, that's hilarious. Mm. <laughs> I guess it's. That wait, is hilarious. On. Hold on, hold on. Did you, did you read like a little bit of the article? I'm going this is a car. Right a car driving with a bull in it was pulled over by police in northeast nebraska's biggest uh city and he goes don't worry he didn't steer <laughs> yeah that's a yeah, very very <laughs> funny mr josh funk 
God. That's, yeah. I guess this is even the first time it's happened. The cow's name is Howdy Doody. <laughs> and there's videos online from it happening in 2017 and 2019. This isn't even the first time it's happened. Ah, you gotta love rednecks. You gotta love rednecks. <laughs> uh, the, the officer let him off with a warning. As, Dude. as long as he turned around and took the, the massive steer home. I, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay, I don't know. I don't know if you know this, but like everybody debates like if you're a nerd, which I am, but like about comics, they're always like, "Oh, if you give Batman enough time to prep, he could beat anybody or whatever." Sure. That's like give a redneck a task, give him enough time to prep for it, and he'll do it. That's right. In yeah. his own way. Yes. And you don't. And you don't. <laughs> in the best way, you way. don't even need to give a lot of time. It's not like you got to give him. You have. You're like, shoot, man! I got this. He's like, I three months, shit, I could do two and a half months of drinking beer, <laughs> and then actually two weeks worth of work. Or, 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 or you gotta, like, challenge him, and get him to say, hold my beer. Yeah. That, and that, then he'll do anything. That, he'll do this, anything. This sounds like something that started as a dare. <laughs> like, one of his, yeah. buddy, one of his buddies, yeah. like, they're sitting around drinking. I bet drinking. you can't drive your car around, you stupid fuck. <laughs> I bet you, you can't. Hold my beer. I'll bet you a 30-pack of paps that you can't put a cow in your car and drive it around town. I'll show this son of a bitch. Yeah, three months. Fucking <laughs> okay, next day, he rolls up to his buddy's house late on hard. Check this out, bitch. The dude's in the freaking car with the cow. It's like, holy You're hell. Like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. my God. Yeah, you hit the horn, it just zaps the cow to make him move. <laughs> oh, oh shoot. Oh, yeah, like, I didn't even notice that. It's, this is even the first time it's happened. <laughs> it's happened two times prior, at least two times prior. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I just uh, can't believe the size of them horns. I know, dude. those are ridiculous. Like, it, like it almost so, looks fake. Kind, well, I mean, kind of like a, a like a side thing. It, it has something to do with cow, cow horns, but so I watch this YouTube channel because I'm getting into like bushcraft stuff because I want to try it. Mm -hmm. Which bushcraft is just basically like camping without all your necessities and stuff. Right. Like, obviously, you bring food and stuff. Right. And a tarp, but that's it. Like, that's pretty much it. Enough to start a fire, whatever. Well, he does uh, camping videos and, like, bushcraft-related. While well, he was um, setting up, like, uh, um, camp, and he was uh, uh, getting ready to drink, like, some tea or whatever. Yeah. But he pulls out this mug, and he made it from a cow's horn. I'm like, dude, what cow has that big of a fucking horn this motherfucker's dad that's yeah and i was like oh yeah now i see what he's talking about like jeez dude dude you could i think you could fit a small child inside those horns <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's funny that's ridiculous fit a uh, small child in there yeah oh uh, like said, the, the best story is this isn't even the first time it's happened it's that's that's kind that's of cool. crazy you gotta love that's why like I said, you gotta love rednecks. That's why I love going to NASCAR races. Because if you go to a NASCAR race, like in like the Bristol Night Race, or hell, even the Coca-Cola 600 at Charlotte, dude, you yeah. see the freaking crazies that come out of the woodwork, dude. It is, it is fantastic just to people watch. The people that come and go from a NASCAR race, it is entertainment all alone right there. You could just sit outside, That's, don't even buy yeah, a ticket, and crazy. just watch the people watching, and you're like, oh yeah. <laughs> 
It's great. Love the people watching a NASCAR race. Uh, speaking of things not happening once. <laughs> speaking of uh, big things. Yeah. So I guess. Uh, so uh, giant African snail sighting forces Florida County into quarantine, which is kind of crazy. But the even crazy part, crazier part about it is that this has happened before. <laughs> which is, which is a little weird because it's just like this is a, I mean these slugs are massive. Yeah, these are not small. They what have, is it? Uh, I mean, it's okay. an invasive. Snail species. Yeah, I would or... figure that. So they have a picture here. It looks like a scientist or something is holding a slug, and it's basically the size of their hand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's. Oh my god, that's. Think about what well, you walk outside, right? You go to get the paper or go get the mail in your mailbox. You're like, oh man, freaking neighbor's dog took a shit in my yard. You go get a shovel to pick it up. Like, Holy shit, that's not dog shit. <laughs> it's moving. <laughs> <laughs> no, you go you go back out there it's like where to go? Where to go? Oh, I guess I guess the dog ate it, picked it up himself. Yeah, go back in the house, not a problem. Go back in the house, it's on, oh, okay. it's on your so, back. How the hell did it get there? <laughs> so I'm just reading like a little bit and uh it's just they're um they're very destructive. So I'm yeah. guessing they have either a very potent like slime, snail trail or whatever that kills or they just eat Vegetation, and yeah. Tr- yeah. Appetite. <laughs> a small child. <laughs> <laughs> hide your kids, hide your wife. No, it says here that... Well, that's this- like what the lantern fly now, the Chinese lantern fly, I think it's called. Yeah. There's been an issue with those little fuckers. Yeah. Well, it says here the snails captured so far are removed from 29, yes, 29 different properties... Primarily located in one section of Newport Ritchie, Florida, which I believe is on the, I want to say that's on the golf side, but don't slay me if I'm wrong. I'm going to look it up right now. All right. New, Newport Ritchie, Florida. Hey, I was right. It's on the golf side. Yeah. Okay. So it's like north of, uh, north of Clearwater, Florida, which is, uh, outside of Tampa, Tampa, Florida. So that's where that's at. Oh, ew! Man, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not because I'm well. Thing. I'm just uh, not only is it uh, are they like very invasive towards plants and or very destructive towards them. Sorry, not well. I mean they are invasive, but they uh, uh, quote here. They also present serious health risks to humans as the snails carry a parasite called rat lungworm mm, that can cause meningitis. Unquote. Unquote. Sweet. Okay, so at the very end of the article, it says, Florida's Agricultural Department has recorded not one, but two instances where the snail was fully eradicated. Obviously, it wasn't. <laughs> the most recent... The most Roasting recent, in Slim Shady's back. <laughs> yeah, right, rolled up. <laughs> yeah, the most recent was just last year, a decade after one of the giant snails was initially spotted in Miami-Dade County. So, the last time this happened, it took them oh, a decade, a decade to eradicate it. Officials say a live snail was last found in that area, Miami-Dade County, I would assume. No, in the Port New Ritchie area, excuse me, in, in 2017, prior to the most recent sighting last week. So either they aren't fully being eradicated, or or some bastard's like, oh, they've ruined my experiment. I must, I must repopulate. <laughs> I must repopulate and release them to the environment to do death and destruction because, you know... Eh. Well, I hate well, I hate like, trimming bushes or something. I don't know. 
Like, well, it's just like, uh, um, uh, by the way, I've always wanted to bring this up because this is a great podcast. If you don't listen, like, I'm a huge history buff. I love learning anything about history. But I listen to this uh, podcast called History Daily, and obviously every day something, their intro's like, every day, you know, history happens. Yeah. Well, they were talking about, like, smallpox and how they fully eradicated it once. Well, then everybody about shit themselves because uh, someone in a lab was was doing uh, snail po- or snail pox, smallpox studies, and they ended up catching it, and then they left. Was and then they were like, uh, uh, what you doing there, bud? Was this possibly <laughs> done in Wuhan? Wuhan? No. Because, <laughs> no, I mean, I... if it did, this wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, this happened, uh, I think, uh, if, I think it was, uh, the Southern uh, Americas, somewhere in there, I think. That they did this, yeah. they had a, they had. That's where they fi- like finally had like the last cases. That's where they went. Well, obviously, if you Brazil if you, or whatever. Yeah, if you have a, you know, a, um, I wouldn't say. I guess a village, a village out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, they're not gonna be going to their doctor. Be like, all right, I'm here to get my flu vaccine and my smallpox. No, they're like, <laughs> right. You need to go see a doctor. You put some dirt on it, rub it, walk it off. You're fine. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, uh, it was. It's crazy because. Um. Uh, uh, like one of the first vaccines for smallpox was actually using a thing called cowpox, <laughs> which yeah, obviously farmers and stuff would get it for you know would get that. Yeah. But they would take uh, so they'd have someone infected with cowpox, they would pop a blister on them, uh, and then you know obviously they have the pus sitting there, they would go to the other person do like two little small cuts or whatever and then take the pus and then rub it on there they get infected of course but then every time um and then to test it they would actually take that person infected with cowpox after they've you know obviously got over it um they would take someone with smallpox and you know obviously it's an airborne airborne disease because you wouldn't have to you don't have to touch anybody with you know correct without you know so they would get it, but the thing with smallpox was it was just very deadly. If you got it, and it was just like the plague. If you got it, you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, Billy, you're dead. Yeah. Do you have your affairs oh. in order, Billy? My what? <laughs> you got three, three what? Three Two. to live. What? What? Two. <laughs> Two. Yeah. <laughs> one. Oh shit. <laughs> but um. No. So a- after they did this, like the they tried the vaccine, they would actually. Um. Uh, it would be a very mild case of smallpox instead of, you know, them right basically fucking dying right. So it was just interesting. Yeah, I just wanted to bring, and I, it was a shameless plug. I like that podcast. <laughs> if you haven't listened to it, listen to it. It's called uh, History Daily by um. Uh, let me look it up. It's not on my podcast. I actually have Amazon. Of course, of course, do that after you finish listening to this one. Don't go to it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't. Yeah, it's just called History Daily. It'll have JFK on the front, uh, um, uh, and the Queen, of course. Mm, mm, Yes, yes, because us Americans care about the Queen. Um, (laughs) So that is 
our little segment on uh, weird news. Weird news. So now we're going to go to everyone's Slugs, bulls, yeah. uh, and people robbing other people. While they are currently talking, yeah, currently talking about the crime in said area. <laughs> irony at its best. Anyways, now we're going to move on to Reddit. Now, Reddit has a plethora of stuff. I mean, the, the, probably what Reddit is most known for is the, well, I guess it depends on what you think Reddit's known for. I know Reddit, like a lot of uh, sport leagues will have a Reddit account, a community on Reddit, like the NFL, you know, the NASCAR Reddit, the, I'm pretty sure the NHL has one, Every, you know, a lot of places have it, and it's where people can go, oh. go and post their opinion on this, that, or whatever. Well, yeah. another popular thing on Reddit is, am I the asshole? Where if you uh, don't a, forget the dark side of Reddit either. Well, I, I'm, I'm trying to be nice. Oh yeah, no, I'm talking about like that's uh, probably what Reddit is most known for. Is um, let's see, uh, let's see some murders, shall yeah, we? Yeah, Reddit yeah. definitely has a uh, is uh, <laughs> uh, special side. Yes, let's just say yeah, yes, but we're not going to that. We're going into what am I the asshole? Now, what it is is somebody will post something on Reddit about something that is going on, and they'll ask, "Am I an asshole, or is the person I'm that is?" you know, having an issue with what I'm doing, the asshole. And people will go in and put their opinions on if they're the asshole or not. So this first one is, uh, am I the asshole for insisting my son cook dinner once a week? So this mother, she writes, I, 43, female, have two sons, uh, Adam and James. Adam's 17, James is 15. Uh, Adam has shown an interest in cooking from a young age and is quite good at it, she says. He makes dinner for the family two to three times a week because he enjoys it and gives him an opportunity to try new recipes. I generally cook the rest of the time unless it's uh, summer. My husband insists on grilling every day because that's what we do as men. Now that we're men, you know. <laughs> we grab our underwear. Yeah, we change our underwear. Please don't copyright us, Nickelodeon. <laughs> we just love SpongeBob. That's right. Um, James, who is the youngest one, is 15, was not particularly interested in learning to cook. Uh, she did try to teach him. I'm sorry, I'll just read it as if she was typing it. I did try to teach him the kitchen basics, and he can make a, himself a sandwich and simple things, but he'd rather grab an apple than make himself an actual meal or a true snack. A few months back, James began asking Adam in the afternoons to make him a snack, sometimes homemade, and sometimes he'll do it if he's in the mood, but more often than not, he's bothered by the daily requests. I sure as shit would, too. Especially uh, since yeah. James was, fift- was 15. Now, if James was 5, different story. He's 15. Anyways, um, I felt this this was a sign I had dropped the ball, so I decided that James would take over making the family dinner once a week. It didn't have to be fancy, but it had to be at least somewhat balanced and filling. For example, yesterday he made grilled cheese sandwiches, a salad and tomato soup with a side of cut strawberries. Very simple, but good meal. That's eh, not bad. Packaged soups and things are fine as long as they're... That's not all. Yeah, I keep like, all right, here's some uh, Campbell's Chunky. Here's yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, you put that in the microwave for a minute and a half. You did a good job. Yeah. Gold star. No. I help him with the meal planning, and then I would work at the dinner table nearby in case he needed help. He hasn't enjoyed this, but I still kept on it because it's really important life skill. Feeding yourself isn't optional. Well, he's been complaining to my mother, oh. his grandmother, and she's been calling me to tell me I've let a punishment go on too long. But it's not meant to be that. It's a life skill training, and I was very clear with James that this was a permanent change, not a temporary punishment. But she made me feel like an absolute terrible mother, forcing unpleasant chores on my children. I tried to point out that my own brother is a grown man that lives on takeout because she never taught him to cook and didn't want that to be James one day. She hung up on me. Well, it tends to happen when people have to face the facts. 
My husband is in full support of our new routine, but still, nothing takes you down a peg like being yelled at by your mother, so I'm looking for some more other opinions. Is it really that bad? Sounds like your mother's the asshole. Sounds here, like your mother's lie, dude. Freaking, Holy shit. Yeah, it's a dickweed. Jesus. Well, <clears throat> you're, so yeah, so I, the first no, thing. No, I don't. I, I don't think she's an asshole. And for that's, making that's what a lot of people say in the comments is not the asshole. I personally think, obviously, I don't have any kids. I personally think this is something that. Yes, you need to learn how to do. There is a difference between making a box of Kraft mac and cheese. Not that there's anything wrong with a box of Kraft mac and cheese. I love Kraft mac and cheese. But it's right. very simple to make. Pasta, you boil it, you put in some milk, you put in the cheese packet and some butter, you mix it up, boom. You got Kraft mac and cheese from a family of four, and apparently I'm a family of four. So, <laughs> so but there's, there's that to actually making something like out of a recipe. Now you don't need to make something out of like a recipe book every night of the week, but once a week, come on, put a little effort into something. You can't live off of takeout like this person's brother is. And this, I think this all extends right. to the mother because she, the mom said this to her mother, the grandmother, um, about how her brother, the mom's brother, lives on takeout, and then the mom immediately hung up. Which means that obviously struck a nerve with the mom that she, the mother, the grandmother in this case, dropped the ball on yeah. teaching the kid basic things. You cannot live off of just sandwiches and stuff. Um, one thing that I really like, over the road truck driver, so I have a fridge with me and a microwave. So I can, I'm not eating out of truck stops. I will pre-make f- meals at the beginning of the week, dinners, and then put them in my fridge and warm up in the microwave. Yeah, like, um, I, I know a lot of people, like, even if, like... Uh, I know a lot of people who like diet. Like my coworker, he he goes to the gym, but he also loves to meal prep just because it's easier. You only have to do it once a week, and then you have food for right. the rest of the week. Right. You freeze it, whatever. Right. Yeah. You heat it, do yeah. what you want. And now, like certain things, obviously, you can't make sandwiches at the beginning of the week because if you put them in the fridge for more than a couple days, they're going to get soggy. Unless you just put meat and cheese on them, and then you you know you pre make them with just meat and cheese, no like mayonnaise, no mustard, none of that. And then you go to work with them, and then you put mayonnaise and mustard on them, or whatever. Because if you, you know, because if not, they'll just get soggy. That's different. But actually, putting a little effort into something, and it's like I said, it's not like you need to uh, make a five course dinner every night. Right. Yeah. It's just like. But you can't also make a box craft mac and cheese seven days, seven days every week. You can't do that. Right. You gotta put a little effort into Absolutely something. Absolutely not. And not, oh, we put some sausage in it. No, you dumb son of a bitch. No, actually, you're making something that's a true like, meal. A great example would be, like, my my family-ish type situation. Like, my, I showed an interest in cooking first. And my mom was like, all right, you know, cool. I'll let, you know, do what you want. If you want to come out in the kitchen, watch, you know, whoever whoever's cooking. Whatever, do it good on you first ever made meal i ever made was by myself i was i think i was 11 years old i made obviously i couldn't reach the stove like all the way yet so i did have to have a little bit of help there yeah. but i made uh baked pork chops shake and bake uh au gratin potatoes and then a veggie hmm. very simple very like easy to do yeah i just had to throw them in set a timer boom you're done yeah now like I, <laughs> uh, and then my sister. I let me finish this thought. My sister. Then when we were older, 
And because she has autism, you know, it's a little harder for her, but she does love to bake. So she'll bake, like, brownies. Like, she'll bake sweet treats and stuff like that. And, um... Uh... And now she's starting to get into more of, like... She loves cookie mac and cheese. That's really easy for her to do. Um, Or, you know, my mom will be like, Hey, can you brown this burger for me? She'll do it. You know, so... I think everybody should at least, you know, have those basic skills. Yes. Like... Yes. And I'm not dogging on my sister, but... You know, for this person... If my autistic sister could do it... I think he is more than capable of doing it. That, that, He's just that, being this lazy. Is, this is just lazy. And I I think this kind of falls a little bit a little bit on the mom. And that Yes. You, you waited until he was fifteen. That's too late. That's something yeah. you should probably do at when he's preteen, ten, eleven, twelve. Right in that age, because he's not quite. Yeah. He's not quite. Eleven, twelve. You should be correct. You know, like at least eleven or twelve. To, you know, he's not. He has to. He not. He doesn't have to go in there and make dinner. Right. You know, bring right. him in the kitchen and show him how to. You know, even make a box craft mac and cheese, or even just make something simple like yeah, scrambled like, eggs in the morning with you know maybe sausage or something. How to cook maybe tacos? Tacos is easy to do. You put meat in there, you brown it, drain grease if you didn't get extra lean, put in the packet with some water, let it simmer down, and then boom, you got tacos. Like, 11, 12 is, like, right around the time where uh, me and my sister were, were getting left home alone. Yes. Uh, you know, yeah. my mom wants to go do stuff, whatever. My mom has to go shopping, whatever. She doesn't right. want to take us along. You guys can stay home. But she also made sure, hey, if you get hungry or I'm not back by, you know, the time I usually get dinner started, here's how you make this. Right. And then, you know, showed us how to actually right. do it. You may it. have to fend for yourself. Yeah. You know, well, that's what it, like, was for us, you know. Both my mom and dad worked. I mean, so we'd come home from school. Now, when we came home from school, my brother would usually get home at 3, and I'd get home at 4. Because when we moved out to where we live now, he went, he started in 6th grade, so middle school. I started in 1st grade. So, I started an hour later, and I got home an hour later than him. So, but, I mean, from... She'd get home at 3, I'd get home at 4, but from 4 o'clock until usually my mom came home first at 5.30, you know, we're by ourselves. So if we wanted a snack, you know, if there wasn't anything easy in the cupboard, yeah, you would have to do something. You know, even if it was something as simple as just popping something in the microwave, but you, right. can't, you can't just, you know, it's not like I told my brother, hey, you know, I'm only, you know, in first grade, I'm only 7, um, put, put something in the microwave for me. No, I had to do that myself. And we have our microwave above the stove, and so I would have to get up on the, um, on the counter, here's a little story. I had to get up on the counter to reach the microwave, to open it up, pop it in, you know, and I, whatever we're doing, we were popping there, like a, even if it was like a lean cuisine, you know, frozen lunch thing or whatever. Yeah. Well, one time I hopped up on the, I hopped up on the counter, put the stuff in the microwave, you know, started the microwave, walked away. Well, either when I hopped up on the counter or when I was climbing down, um, I accidentally hit the knob on the stove for one of the burners and not to the point where it would start lighting, but enough to where it opened the gas to the burner. And so the stove started leaking natural gas. Um, so, you know, I go back and lay down, you know, watch TV or continue on. Now, my dad came home first that day. And I don't even know how long, I don't know how long the stove was on. But he came home and he's like, why does it smell like natural gas in here? And my brother's like, I, Colt probably farted or something. <laughs> <laughs> Little asshole he is. 
<laughs> so he's like, my dad's like, no, this smells like, like natural gas. Cause if you don't have natural gas stoves or anything natural gas in your house, what they do is natural gas is odorless. So what they do is they'll put sulfur in it. And what sulfur will do is it'll make it smell like rotten eggs. And that's how you know if you have a gas leak or that you've let the leg eggs sit out too long. So anyway, he goes over to the stove and sees, you know, and is like, no, the stove, like, oh shit, the stove is leaking natural gas. So he turns off the burner, right, to stop it leaking gas. And he start he opens up the kitchen window to help air it out, right? Well, this was yeah. like not quite wintertime, but it was fall, so it was cooler out. And so the furnace it's so the furnace was on. Well, he goes over to the back over to the thing and he hears the furnace kick on. And his thing is like, oh, shit. You know, so he quick runs over to the thermostat oh. to, shut, to shut the furnace off, you know, because now you got open flame <laughs> from the furnace. And there's a return <laughs> vent in the living room, which is next to the kitchen for air to go back down into the furnace. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It'd be looking like that house in Pittsburgh that went skibbity bop, da da, into the air, right? But yeah, so now, even to this day, I will go, if I go over and put something in the microwave, I'll go over and I'll, I'll turn all the knobs just instinctively to the right to make sure they're all the way off. I still that do that to this day on the stove. Ever since yeah, then, I still sure. do, yeah, I still do that. Even though if I know I didn't hit it, I'll still do it. Ever since that, I yeah, it's just it's just one of those things. But yeah, yeah. Anyways, back to am I the asshole? Mom is not the asshole. The kid's a little shit. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, like, I and you're right in the fact that you know she could have she could have helped her situation now. Yeah, it's not all on you know. All on the kid. Right. There are definitely like certain times and stuff like that. Yeah, the, she didn't drop the ball, started. but she did let it slip from her grasp. But she at least recaught it before it hit the ground. Yeah, because I think she could have started that a little sooner. Like, you know what's even crazier to think about? Like, if, um, you know, like if he's a like a little shit. With cooking, imagine what he's like with every other thing he has to do right. by himself. Yeah. Laundry, you know, uh, taking care of himself. Does he have to get reminded to fucking take a shower? It's like, yeah. God. Yeah, this is, so obviously that's just one thing, but that'd be also nice to know is what other things is the kid a pain in the ass about? So, yeah. Um, speaking of kids. <laughs> This next one is, uh, uh, to start things off, I'm a uh, 29-year-old male, and three of my friends booked a, us a weekend trip Friday through Sunday a few weeks ago. It's my first time off since the beginning of May, and this was posted uh, beginning of September, so it's been a while since this guy's truly had time off. We planned a party at night and chill at the pool by day. I also told my brother, 43, and my uh, sister-in-law, 39, a few weeks ago that I was really excited to stay in this specific hotel since it is on the pricier end. Yesterday, my brother contacted me that they will be staying in the same hotel with my niece, four, at the same time as me. I, I'll, let, I'll finish first. In the message, he wrote me that they are also really excited that I can help with my niece since I am also there and they can relax in the meantime. According to them, I have nothing better to do. Don't get me wrong. I love my niece to, to pieces, but I really want to enjoy this weekend and not have any responsibilities or responsibility for anyone besides myself. I want to relax, be drunk, and have fun with my friends. They are staying in the same hotel, so I can't avoid them even if I wanted to. Yeah. Uh, the vacation yeah, is can. non-refundable. You absolutely can. You could. 
the vacation is non-refundable. I'm either stuck with babysitting, um, her parents are really pushy and I'm at the, uh, the sister-in-law parents are really pushy and I am the worst at setting boundaries or my family will think I hate my niece and I am frustrated as fuck. So am I the asshole if I tell them I don't want to spend time with them? I no. Say, no. No. It's not your responsibility to watch someone else's kid. It's also like going back to the boundaries thing. Um, I actually was telling my coworker about this in any relationship you have girlfriend, family, friends, whatever. If you set a boundary and they don't respect that, you need to recheck that relationship. Yes. Like, just, like, do an overhaul and be like, why aren't you respecting my boundaries? Correct. But, yeah, going back to the dude, he is, um, or female, I don't know who it is. Um, uh, they are not the asshole. Yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah, no. this guy's not the asshole. But for, it, it's, yeah, it's, it's not, it's your, not your responsibility. It's not, it's not your responsibility to watch someone else's kid. It's not like you were... It's it's from what it sounds like, this trip was booked for this guy who wrote this first, before the brother and sister in law did it. Book their trip. It happened to be at the same hotel. So right. it's like, it wasn't like he was. Pl- it's not like, it's not like it's the other way around where, the brother and sister in law up to this guy, decided to have a long weekend. You know, get away from the kid, you know, their kid or whatever, not to sound poignant or anything, get away, you know, just get away and like relax, right? For a long weekend. And the brother who wrote this article, um, was going to babysit his niece. And then the guy's like, oh, nope, not, uh, now I'm going to go on vacation too. So you guys get, no, if that's the case, if it was the other way around, this guy would be an asshole. Like you already promised you're going to babysit. My question is, yeah, my question is, is, um, if the parents said, oh, you know, we can spend time with each other and stuff. Why didn't they just hire a babysitter? Yeah. why? Can't, or or also, ask somebody else in your family. I have other I have other questions to this. It still wouldn't change my answer, but I'd have other questions to this. If, um, of why can't the grandparents watch it? Watch her. Yeah, exactly. So, exactly. Why uh, does it have to be the uncle? Right. Who happens you know? to be in the same hotel on vacation. Yeah, I don't really... S- so, now, like I said, I would like to know more. Like, maybe the grandparents think they could live in different states. If that's the case, that makes sense. But regardless, right, right. regardless, it's still not this guy. He's not the asshole. The The brother and the sister-in-law are the assholes here. That they... Oh, yeah. They are not oh, yeah. planning. They That's just piss-poor planning. They're definitely assholes. Right, and then especially taking their kid along. Like, right. that's now it's your responsibility. Right. Not anybody else's. You brought your kid along, you, you take care of him. Yeah, so, exactly. It's your kid, your responsibility. It's like having a dog. It's not the neighbor's job to feed the dog, clean up the dog's shit, take the dog out, play with the dog. It's your responsibility, your dog. You know, like that, so. Yeah, I just... I don't know. Yeah. <sighs> Speaking of, they only had one job to do. No, I'm playing. <laughs> hey, We're going hey, to fact time. We have here. one job. You had one job coming up. Now we got Dylan's weird facts of the week. Well, it's not weird. It's just random. Random facts of the week. Just random facts. You know? Random facts. Uh, weird random facts. I didn't of the think week. this one was. Uh, I didn't think this was uh, powerful enough on its own. So we got two facts. <laughs> uh, fact number one is a shrimp's heart is in their head. Really? Weird. Hmm. Yeah, didn't know that. I didn't know that personally. So you're saying once I eat a shrimp, he's a heartless bastard? 
Yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> um, and then the second one. Now, listen to what I say. The fastest gust of wind, okay. not hurricane winds, not, not tornado, not sustained wind, but gust of wind. Yeah, fastest gust of wind ever recorded was 253 miles per hour. Wait, let me guess. I know where it's at. Oh, I don't know where it was. I just, oh, I better you know. know where it's at. You look it up, and I will tell you where it's at. I believe. I think this place is in New Hampshire, but it's Mount Washington, and I believe it's New Hampshire, either New Hampshire or Vermont. But I want to say it's New Hampshire, uh, Mount Washington, because I if I it's not like very tall. I think it's only like four or five thousand feet. Oh, that's lame. What? I looked it up. And it was during a tropical cyclone. So oh. it was during a tropical storm. But That's... it was just because of wind. Where was it at? Uh, Australia. Not even close. <laughs> it, was, it was in Australia. Oh, yeah, I was in Washington. Uh, <laughs> no. That's <laughs> bogus. No, but like, I, I just thought it was funny because I was thinking about it. I'm like, could you imagine going outside? Mind your own business. Like, oh, there's just, you know, storm coming. Okay. And then a gust of wind just happens, and you're gone. <laughs> like, yeah. you just got lifted up or, or you know. Right. You're like, oh, what the fuck was that? Yeah. Okay, so I was I was right about Mount Washington. Mount Washington has, has had a gust of wind recorded in 1934 at 231 miles an hour. In 1934. <laughs> This happened in 1996. Yeah. So, it, I, like, so yes, I was right. Mount Washington is in New Hampshire. And like I said, it's not like it's a tall mountain, but if I'm not mistaken, where it's at, the geography around it, is that it's um, basically in, like, a wind tunnel. Is that it's got very high, um, it's, like, got a mountain range around it. Like a valley, and it just it's yeah. just like a freaking wind tunnel. It speeds stuff up. Okay, so Mount Washington is the highest peak in the northeastern U.S. At, okay, it is actually almost sixty three hundred feet tall. So I knew I knew it wasn't like tall, tall, but it, it was taller than I thought. So yeah, it's like holy hell. But yeah, think of that, dude. <laughs> you're just minding your own, saying you're like, oh, that storm's coming in. I hope I can you know finish cutting the grass before the storm comes in. And then, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> How'd I end up at Bill's? Then you're off for the day. Yeah, how'd I end up? From your close to your birthday suit. Yeah, right? How'd I end up at Bill's? What the hell? <laughs> Jimmy, how the hell are you? Yeah. I just got blown by some wind. <laughs> no, it's like that video of that guy who was at like, the, the convenience store or whatever, and the dude falls through the roof, and he's laying there. He's like, hey, Bill. Uh, <laughs> hey, Dave. Hey, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, honestly, oh, it's funny. God. Um, here I didn't put this fact down because I heard it today, but it was on that History Daily podcast. I just quick touch it real quick. Happened in the 1800s. Um, a slave that was uh, not he wasn't a slave. He was just you know a black man. He was living in uh, the north somewhere. I can't remember exactly where, but he got tricked into going to New York. He went to New York, earned money for something, and then uh, tricked again to go to Washington, D.C. While these two people that tricked him were uh, um, uh, kidnappers to um, 
find like uh, black people to sell to slavery and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they trick them. They get them to uh, the slave, you know, uh, plantation. First, uh, gets sold. They change his name and all that stuff, so you know nobody would know who he was. Uh, first plantation he goes to, dude was super cool to him. Not super cool for you know owning a slave, but you know. Uh, goes to the next one, and the dude's a ruthless bastard. Yeah. Like whipping him for no reason. Well, this dude absolutely put a smile on my face. This dude was like, hell no. Nah. Grabbed the whip from this guy and started beating him with it. He was like, hell no, nah, boy. <laughs> you know, we were like, holy shit. Hell yeah, you go, dude. Yeah, that's right. And uh, the dude that he bought um, uh, this guy from, uh, he was going to kill him. Like, because obviously, you know, 1800s, pissed, you know. Right. Because, uh, you know, a this... slave just beat the shit out of you. Right. And, uh... The uh, the guy was like, uh, his uh, the plantation owner came out and was like, uh, hey bud, you still owe this guy four hundred dollars for buying this guy, so you ain't gonna do diddly shit to him. So then he ended up selling him to a different guy. Anyways, long story short, the dude ended up yeah just beating that guy's ass, pretty dope. And then he ended up being free. Nice. So very happy ending to it. To it. Yeah. So that is some wild shit. That is, that is, yeah. Uh, that's like, you had one job of paying for a service or a good, I don't know what you would label it, paying somebody for receiving a slave and then not doing it. You had one job, yeah. just paying them. Speaking of having one job, back to Reddit. So Reddit also has another subcategory of, it, it was changed to just one job. That's what it's called. Okay, and we picked out a couple... We had some more, but we're running a little long on this. We, we trimmed it down to two. These are the two best ones we could find. So this uh, first one is... Uh, take it away, Dylan. Uh, the, uh, so uh, this guy was apparently told to cut these bagels in half. and uh, Okay, well, hold on. Well, he... Dylan, let me ask you, Dylan. Dylan, how do you normally cut a bagel in half? Well, obviously, you cut it the long way. Right. Which means long you ways it? you would have... Two two slices. Right, you lay it Those flat sl- and then you cut it. Hor- yeah, you cut it like that. Hor- cut it horizontally. Yeah, horizontally. So you have two slices of a bagel. Right, not fit, just you know. And they would fit in uh, a thing called uh, what's no that called? Yeah, what, what, what's that thing that called uh, warms warms up bread? Oh, uh, uh, a, a fucking toaster. toaster? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this my guy. Uh, I mean. He wasn't wrong in cutting them in half, but he did it wrong. Yeah, it's like, you're not wrong, but you are. But you're wrong. (laughs) But you're wrong. Cut it vertically, so nobody can toast them. Everybody has to deal with uh, two halves of a whole bagel. Yeah, so it's like if you you, you ripped a donut in half, basically. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Jesus, dude. That... That's somebody who obviously was never told, taught by the mother how to cook in the kitchen. <laughs> Maybe it's that same <laughs> asshole. <laughs> All right. So the second one is uh, this restaurant has, you know, they're on their menu. They have a cheeseburger, twelve ninety nine, grass-fed beef burger with American cheese and a Kaiser bun. Um, okay, twelve ninety nine, whatever. Well, then below it, they have hamburger, ten ninety nine. Grass-fed beef burger with American cheese and a Kaiser bun. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Back up the fucking trolley. You just told me 
that a grass-fed beef burger with American cheese on a Kaiser bun is considered a cheeseburger, and that's twelve ninety nine. But a hamburger is a grass-fed beef burger with American cheese on a Kaiser bun. That's a hamburger. That's two dollars cheaper. Um, I think someone <laughs> screwed so, up. Someone messed up. Someone got a little happy with the copy and paste feature <laughs> on their computer. And we're like, oh, shit, we gotta get the menus out. Alright, uh, just uh, control C, control V. Alright, everything's good. Print it! Go, go, go! Right, right. Go, go, get your printer! <laughs> go, get your printer! Uh, go, Chris, ha- Chris Hansen, I choose you! Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's uh, that sometimes some people. So, uh, some people's kids. Right, so we're going to finish off this uh, show with this last segment. Uh, it's a, de- a debate topic. So we've found a topic and we're going to try and to avoid politics and religion because those two are not at all controversial in any way. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to try and not touch those with the 30 foot pole. But this first one is kind of going back to that first or that uh, second Reddit one about am I the asshole? Uh, Yeah, about the... I'm uh, sorry, actually the first one. 15 year old kid. This one is about... At what age should you give your kids their first <clears throat> cell phone? Now, when I hear that, cell phone or smartphone? Now, there's a difference between cell phone and smartphone. Now, my first phone was a track phone that my parents gave me. And all I could do oh, was Oh, hey, mine was call. a flip phone. Yeah, that's what it was. All I could do was call. And that was for, like, if I wanted, you know, to go somewhere, just so they could get a hold of me. Yeah. And I had that yep. probably when I was 10, 9 or 10, right around there. I'm not quite sure. I didn't get my first smartphone, i.e., uh, my first smartphone was an iPhone 4. It's my brother's old iPhone 4. And I think I got that when I was 11 or 12, I think. I can't remember. But it was right around in that time frame. So the question is, is when should you give your kids their first... Now, I'm going to go with smartphone, not cell phone. Smartphone. Now that we've determined um, the difference between smartphone and cell phone. So, so this article from the Washington Post... Uh, thank you, by the way. Mm-hmm. You know, I just, uh, you know, thank you for all the people that we quoted today on the podcast. Um, but uh, I had to hell with them. <laughs> <laughs> they, um, your children could be ready for a smartphone or similar device anywhere from ten to fourteen or during middle school. Okay, that's about right. Now, say. I, I have an issue with that. Smartphone, no. Well, like uh, I'm phone. talking like phone. You want a smartphone? You're getting a. F- <laughs> you want a smartphone? You're getting a fucking track phone. That's like touchscreen. That's it. <laughs> Good now, luck. Now, I so prepaid. What, you know. At what point would you give them a smartphone? I would say. When they move out of the uh, fucking house. <laughs> no, I, I um. So how I did it was, uh. So I got a flip phone. Was my very first phone because mm-hmm. my mom, you know. Same kind of rule. Call me. You know, if you want to go somewhere, let me know. Right. Whatever. If you need to get a hold of me. Right. Um, and then my mom was like, you're not going to use that to call your friends until you get your own phone. You know, whatever. Right. Well, because you probably had minutes so, on it. Oh, yeah. It a track yeah. Phone. Yeah, so. Well, then uh, track phones started coming out with, like, uh, more smartphone devices type things. I mean, they were really shitty. Um. And that, uh, I think I was 7th or 8th grade? 8th grade. So that would be about yeah. 12 or 13. Yeah, 8th grade-ish. Yeah, somewhere around there. That's when I got my like first shitty smartphone. 
but true smartphone like yeah yeah, yeah. See, I, but I think that's about how old no you know what i think i might have gotten a smartphone before eighth grade i think i might have gotten then, it in like sixth grade i might have gotten an i fifth or i might have gotten it fifth or sixth grade but then my like uh my first i would say like my first main line like either at and t-mobile yeah, iphone yeah uh, mine was uh, the Samsung Galaxy J3. I remember it like it was yesterday. Piece of garbage, Samsung. <laughs> Absolutely love that phone, not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> well, when um, you go from nothing to even to that, even dog shit. Chrome, it's like, oh my god! Yeah, if you have awesome. nothing and you get dog shit, dog shit would feel like the best thing on earth, all right? <laughs> and then, um, so now this is like the start of high school that I had this. And then ninth grade, or 10th grade, I got my iPhone 7. And then right after high school, I got my iPhone 11. Yeah. And then I just upgraded this year because, uh, oh, my God, dude. Uh, <clears throat> I I should send you pictures of my my iPhone later, obviously. battle-worn? It is absolutely battle-worn. Like, mm-hmm. I fucked this fucker up. <laughs> like, I cracked the absolute shit out of the screen. Um, I have, like... A string of dead pixels, and that's because of my job. Just FYI. Yeah. Um. And but then I upgraded to um, uh, the iPhone 13 Pro Max, which yeah. I am very happy with. <laughs> so I don't. Like I said, I remember my first smartphone was an iPhone 4. Might have been an iPhone 4s. Either way, iPhone 4. It was my brother's old one. It was a white one. I remember that much. And yeah, I can't remember when I got it. Might have been fifth grade that I got it. Yeah, it sounds about right. Fifth grade. Because I think I had it in... I had... I had... I know I'm pretty sure I had an iPhone. Because I've only ever had iPhones when it comes to smartphones. I don't like Samsung. I, I shouldn't say I don't like Samsung. I don't like Androids. Or Android. The operating system of Android. I think it's overly complicated. To do something on Android is... It's a lot easier to do it on iOS compared to Android. In my opinion. I just sent you the picture. Okay, I'll look at it later. So, I want to say my second phone I had was when Apple first came out with the iPhone SEs. And I want to say that might have been like ninth grade. I, I, I no, you know what? No way hot take, it. hot take number two, except this time it's with Dylan. The iPhone SE, I think is is absolute dog shit absolute dog shit well see what the iphone it's SE literally just the older generation of phone well what the iphone se was and it was a great idea by apple because not everybody can afford back when phones were only 7.99 <laughs> we all laugh now um 6.99 7.99 but not everybody could afford that so they had an iphone se for like people that had kids they don't need the latest and greatest iphone from apple so we get an iphone se i I think I might have had something in between the iPhone 4 and the iPhone SE. But I I know I know if I did, but I know from the iPhone SE, no, I take that back. Whenever Apple came out with the iPhone 10R, not the iPhone 10, the 10R, which came out the year after the 10 did. That was when I went from the iPhone SE to the iPhone 10R. So, and I want to say Major whenever upgrades. yeah, whenever that came out 
that's when I went. To, so I had the iPhone SE for I think about two years, and so and then basically since then, I've gotten the new the next iPhone every year. I want to say, except I might have not gotten the eleven, but I know I've for sure have gotten the twelve when it came out, the thirteen when it came out, and the fourteen when it came out. And when I bought those, it was all Pro Maxes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm you a, guys can say he's a little bit of an Apple whore. I'm an Apple whore. I, I actually was a lot worse before. When Apple would come out with anything new, I would get it. I've backed off on that a lot. Good, good. Um, But I'll probably still get the next iPhone when it comes out. Because what I would do is, what I do is, so I have the Apple credit card, Apple card, and when you buy something through Apple, you get 3% cash back. If you buy, oh, I'm sorry. If you buy anything using the card itself, it doesn't matter what you're buying. If you use a physical card, like chip and everything, into the credit card reader, you get 1%. doesn't matter what you're buying, 1% cash back. If you use Apple Pay, which is like you're using through your phone, you hit the power button twice and it opens the Apple card on your phone and you do the touchless pay, you get 2%. Again, regardless of what you're buying. And then if you buy anything through Apple, you get 3%. Now, there are a few other th- companies too that have also done that. Like I think if you buy um, uh, anything from Exxon Mobil, like gas, and you use Apple Pay, you get 3%. If you buy stuff through Nike, I think you get 3%, as long as you use Apple Pay. But it's because the reason they did is Apple wanted to people start using Apple Pay rather than the actual physical card itself. Right. Um, which I find well, hilarious because the card is made out of titanium, and my old debit card, which, you know, debit card's just made out of plastic. I yeah. think that thing could only go like a year and a half before I'd have to get a new one because the chip would go bad. Because sitting in my wallet, you know, it would creep, it would fold yeah. a little bit. It would creep. Apple Card made out of titanium. I had that bitch for like, I've had that for like three or four years. Never had a problem with it. <laughs> it's still going <laughs> strong. Still going like son of a bitch. So, yeah, it's yeah. My my the because I also have an Apple Card, of course. But um, the yeah, the only thing that's like wrong with it, quote unquote wrong, is that it's just discolored. <laughs> you just got discolored. Yeah, mine has like a like a pink line on it just because like from wear and tear and well because of uh my the job that i had with my dad which was at a printing factory i would always have my wallet in my back pocket because i didn't like leaving it in my bag or anything like that so it wasn't like so much it got discolored from being your wallet it's got discolored probably because yeah ink on it ink on it and then it just spreads yeah okay that makes sense so that's not the card's fault. That's just the nature of where the card's environment was. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, so... Anyway, circling back to when I think... I th- I personally think giving a kid their first true, true full-blooded smartphone, either be it iPhone, whatever, Samsung Galaxy, or whatever, should be no earlier than 12 for a full-blooded yeah. smartphone. I think you yeah. can give them a cell phone at nine or ten because at that point now they're biking to you know they're riding their bikes to friends' houses and you know I go over to a Billy's house yeah yes and you yeah know, you know and all that stuff so and you kind of you want you want to know where they are and all that stuff you know if they go biking well it, or whatever and, and it just makes a lot more sense because like um like like a lot of parents like back in the day like even my mom uh when she would let us go out and play we'd go to the park across the street but um where i grew up as kid as a kid obviously there was like you know wasn't a safe part <laughs> saw a drug deal happen you know and i'm like 10 years old and i think i'm gonna die because you know i just witnessed a drug deal 
But, uh, or at least what I think is a drug deal. But, um, yeah, there was no way I could contact my mom because, well, cell phones weren't popular. Right. Or they were just getting popular. Right. So. Yeah. So, but then, like, also, But then, yeah, at 13, my mom for sure was, like, she made sure I had some way to contact her. Just to be like, hey, just let me know where you are or whatever. Right. So, So, and then, like, also, too, um, if you... it's also just so that your parents could get a hold of you. Yeah. I mean, like, I know back in the day, back when, like, my parents were kids, you know, it was always as long as you're home by dark. Which sucked, because if you are in Michigan, like us, it gets dark at 5.30 in the wintertime. <laughs> you get home from <laughs> school, you go, like, oh, we're gonna go build a snow fort with your friends. Oh, shit, Billy, time to go home. <laughs> you know, so, that, you know, just so they could get a hold of you, you know, they could be like, hey, you little shit, get home. you better get home in 10 minutes or your ass is grass, you know, something like that. So, yeah. <laughs> So I get that, but like I have a problem. Hot take number th- hot take number three number two by me. Hot take number three overall. I have a serious problem with parents, and it might be because when I grew up, we didn't have this stuff. I've had kids. What? That's what they're dubbed. I yes. think. I think I know what you're gonna I, say is yes. iPad kids. Now it might have been because when I was a kid, we there was no such thing as an iPad. Hell, the iPod came out the year I was born in 2001. Okay, and I don't even think it was the i. Yeah, I think the iPod came out in 2001. So, that's all there was. And it wasn't nothing special. It played music. That's all the iPod did, okay? There was no iPads. There was no iPhones. There was nothing like that. So, it's like, if you were a kid, your parents, you either, they put on like a movie, or you would play with toys, or God forbid you go outside and play with your friends. I know. What a freaking crazy concept that is. Um, Now, I hate when parents just give their kids iPads. Like you are, yeah, our, you are creating such a huge um, problem for later in life for this kid. I, it, yeah, I read. Sorry, I read somewhere that just real quick. Our generation, mine and yours, were the last kids to play outside, like regularly probably. with our friends and shit. Probably, I don't doubt it's that. Just terrible now. Yep, it's it's. Like, I get in some situations the kids might be paying a pain in the ass. Like, say you go to a restaurant, you go to a sit-down restaurant, you bring your kid with you, three or four years old, kid starts throwing a fit. And you're in public, you don't want to ruin everybody else's dinner experience. I get that. So either A, don't bring the kid, get a babysitter, or B, just don't go, I guess don't go to like maybe a true sit-down restaurant, like an Olive Garden or something. Maybe just get takeout. Right. Just get yeah. takeout then. You could still get like Olive that. Garden on takeout. <clears throat> I, See, get, that's I get maybe thing. you want to go to a sit-down restaurant, but nature of the beast is giving them an iPad and letting them occupy themselves is not good for the kid. It's not good for later in life or when they become an adult because it shortens their because, attention span. Yeah, it shortens their attention span. It gives them... It, Probably leads to social anxiety because they're not interacting with anybody. Right. They want and I'm and not they, saying they want you know immediate satisfaction of stuff. Like and I'm not saying because I de- I've dealt with you know social anxiety it sucks because then but that wasn't caused from you know <laughs> being on an iPad my whole life because you know I played with my friends and stuff. It's just when you get older you know you start taking in more information and stuff. Right. But, you know, also being a shy kid didn't help, but, mm-hmm. like, uh, it's the same thing with everything else now. Like, uh, just, like, debating whether or not 
you know, is this kid the right age to do this certain thing? Like, right. I don't understand. Like, I can understand to a certain extent, like, if you can't find a babysitter and stuff. But, like, why people would bring, you know, uh, their toddler or whatever, a a growing human who's curious about everything to, like, a restaurant. You know, it's just like they're going to touch everything. They're going to want to right. sh- put shit in their mouths. Mm-hmm. It's just like, well, and I leave think... them at home or with a babysitter. Or, right. Like you said, order takeout. Right. I, and I get so thankfully nobody's going to listen to this episode probably. So there won't be a lot of blowback. I, I, I get you can't re- completely revolve your life around the kid when you have a child. You can't completely. I mean, yes, you're probably going to be. 90% of your life is now going to be going for whatever it is to boom around that child. But you can't be on parent mode 24-7. That's a good way to drain yourself physically yep. and mentally. Okay? I get that. So maybe just you and your spouse go into a sit-down restaurant for an hour just to decompress, have a bottle of wine or whatever, you know, for an hour or two just to be like, oof, no kid, don't have to worry about it. I get that. Yeah, normalize taking breaks from your kids. Right. I, I, I get that. Okay, but there's a difference. You could take the kid with you, but kids kids are not bad. Do not have bad behaviors by themselves. They don't get that by themselves. That's down to parenting. It's the same thing. It's the same thing with pit bulls. Pit See, bulls, I'm pit I'm bull, also gonna debate this. Yeah. Well, uh, let me finish. So pit bulls yeah. are not a bad breed. They get a bad breed right. because generally they pit bulls are not a breed of dog that a lot of higher society people tend to get. It's just not. Okay? So it's your lower society who maybe unfortunately beat the dog or don't take care of the dog properly or don't train the dog properly. Okay? The dog goes and mauls a kid. And now it's like, oh, it's the pit bulls. They're bad. But no, it's not the, it's not the, it's not the dog's fault. It's not the dog's right. fault. It's the it's the owner's fault. The owner didn't properly take care of the dog. Didn't like, train it. Didn't do whatever. The dog's just doing something. He might think someone's invading on his territory and he's standing his ground. Right. You know. There's like you know you you gotta train your dog. Yeah. Like so, and I know what you're gonna bring up. Going back to the kid, if your kid, I don't want to sound bad. If your kid is normal, I should say. Y- y- Yes, it's nature versus nurture. Yes. Nature versus nurture. Yes, it, a, a normal child doesn't generally just have a bad behavior or a bombastic or wild behavior. That is through parenting. Un- right. Unless, Unless the kid has they ADHD, have like, autism, whatever. Well, not even that. Like, obviously, you know, mental illnesses. But, like, that's the thing. Mental illnesses, like, are they... You know, sociopaths, right. psychopaths. What yes. you know, if they're dealing with that, that's because them and themselves, like their brain, just cannot handle like social interaction yeah. or but, you know something like that. Their brain doesn't think, you know, how it should right. in those types of situations. Yeah. And I get, that I, would be I, down to nature. Yes. That's not that's not the parents doing. That's just how their kid is. Right. But I also don't bl- I don't blame that on the kid. It's not the kid's fault. The, right. It's not the kid's fault that the brain's that his brain's fucked yeah. up. You know, it, in the it woman, been, he, he was like, uh, I'm gonna be a sociopath. Yeah, it could have <laughs> been you know, there was a you know, it didn't his brain didn't fully develop in the womb or something, so it's you know, it's gotta it's gotta screw loose, alright? 
This guy just screw loose. Right. That's not the kid's uh, fault. The pro- and, and so th- that's what I have a problem. Another problem I have with parents these days is time out. Time out is not a punishment. Go sit in the corner because you did this or whatever for 15 minutes. That's not a punishment for a child. I'm sorry. That's not. And Okay, let's get one thing straight. All right. I hate, like, how I was raised was I was disciplined. Yeah. You know, and I got my butt whooped. Yeah. I got my butt spanked. You got your ass but, whooped. Yeah, if you, if you took something so far over the line, yeah, you got a spanking. Yeah. And that's the thing. All these people out here are saying, oh, don't beat your children. You're not beating them. No. There's a, there is a difference there between a, yes. having a tap and, need I mind you, a tap. Okay? Not a full-on, you know, get the fuck out of here, you know? Yeah. I'm talking about, like, it, it's just because it's the person that does it. Yeah. Like, my grandpa, if he went to go spank us because we did something, instantly bawling. It's, <laughs> he didn't even touch me yeah <laughs> he's like if you keep doing that i'm gonna whoop your ass oh shit. start yeah. crying well oh see, no if you, if you give if you give the child now obviously giving a child an ass whooping when they're two probably not right when oh, yeah yeah because right, the child right. doesn't know when they're four four and five now they're starting to get into the point where they actually will retain memories you know right if you where give they them if, if they do, yes if they do something horrible whatever it is and you give them a good you good spanking that was that I had that once. That was always the threat. Because then after that, all my parents do was had to make the, was had to do was make a threat. That if right. I kept doing whatever I was doing because I was doing something bad, if you kept doing, I was getting a spanking. Boom! Stopped right there because I already knew what that and, was like. Don't want to go. And that I do want to say if if the wrong person listens to this and they're like, oh well, now the parents just threatening them. Well, you're doing the same thing if you're just threatening them with timeout. Time out. Yeah, you're like if you all stop them. doing that, you're gonna go sit in timeout. 99 times out of 100, that kid still keeps doing it because timeout is you go sit in the corner for a half hour with a fucking iPad. That's still not timeout. That's oh, not see, timeout. my timeout my timeout was uh, go to the corner, turn around, and I don't want to see your face for the next 15 minutes. My timeout was go to your room. We'll come to you when it's dinner time. <laughs> and it could be <laughs> 2 o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> oh, see, see, my par- my mom was kind of brutal. She was like, you're standing there for 15 minutes. You're not sitting. You're not kneeling. Nothing. You're standing there. Yeah. And obviously it wasn't for 15 fucking minutes. All right. No. It was like, it was like three minutes in and I was already like, my knees are shaking. All right. Yeah, like, this shit <laughs> sucks, man. I'm doing that shit again. Yeah. It's, I got, yeah, I got a problem with disciplining. Like I said, you don't need to go to the extreme where like they accidentally, they're two years old and they accidentally knock a face off a shelf. Oh, get a, you know, black and blue. Yeah, and then you fucking like body slam them against yeah. the wall. Yeah. You ain't going to do that. Yeah. Right? Like that, come <laughs> like, on, Jesus man. Christ. Come on. You know, but. Like. And another misconception that I, I feel like is, like, you know, going back to people in the lower society. Like, um, you know, they sometimes these parents get a bad rep because they let their kids do whatever they want. Well, the same thing can be said about rich people. Yes. Okay? Either think, one's going to turn out to be more, a bratty little shit. Yeah, I think it's actually more common with rich people because rich people are just like, oh, gee, throw money at it, you know? Yeah, shut <laughs> the fuck up. I'll fix the problem. Take this toy. Yeah, the rich people can afford the iPads. The people living in trailer parks, they can't generally afford iPads. Go play in the dumpster, Jimmy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, okay, so one last story before we wrap this up. I think the best punishment and i give my dad i give my dad credit for this and i still remember this the best punishment i ever got was 
I don't remember what I did off the top of my head. If I sat and think, thought about it for a little while, I could. I don't remember what I did off the top of my head. But I did something, and whatever it was, you know, he was going to give me a spanking. But what he did is he made me go over to the drawer where all the, you know, all the cooking utensils are and picked out the spoon he was going to, you know, smack me in the ass with. Actually <laughs> went over there and picked out the spoon. And trust me, when you're looking at it, you're looking at a wooden spoon and plastic spoons. There's really not a good option. <laughs> and I gave him the spoon, and then he never even spanked me. Just going over there and picking up the spoon was the punishment. That's crazy. And then he, I gave That's him the wild. spoon, and then he never spanked me with it. That was what? his punishment. It was just me going over there and picking out the spoon he was going to whoop my ass with, and then never did it. I can tell you an even better punishment. Okay, last one before we wrap okay. it up. Yeah, last one. So I'm like seven years old. Yeah. Right. I'm that age where like now I know then. right and wrong. Uh, back then. Okay. Wait, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> so, it made you think. It made you think. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> so, um, my mom, uh, she was a big like, um, you know, she's had to deal with like abusive relationships and stuff like that, yeah. and so she raised me. Uh, to um, never raise my hand to a woman, okay. no matter what, unless it was self defense, of course, you know. Right. Then obviously, if she's you know, you know, crazy you bitches the, coming yeah. at you with a knife. Yeah, she's sitting out, one, you know. Yeah, you know, she's sitting you kicking the nuts after the fourth or fifth time. That bitch is going down. <laughs> yeah, right. So I'm like seven years old, so I know the difference between right and wrong. Right. Like no matter what. For the, for the most part. Well, yeah. my mom pissed me off. For whatever reason, I don't know. Obviously, it was something stupid because I was a kid. Yeah. She didn't I raised my no, fist to her. She didn't give me no damn candy bar at the grocery store, that yeah. bitch. <laughs> I, I raised my fist to her. Ooh. All she said, all she said, if you're going to raise it, you better use it. Now go upstairs. She didn't tell me where to go. She just said, go upstairs. With words. She didn't touch me. She just looked me dead in my eye, said that to me, and was like, go upstairs. You know? That was the end of it. Yeah. Walked upstairs. I went to my room. Somehow, I had a fucking mental breakdown as a seven-year-old. I was like, dude, I raised my my fist to my mom. And I started crying because I was like, damn, I'm fucked up. That's fucked up. Yeah. And I, felt, I started feeling like shit. So, uh, uh, I go downstairs and I, and I get ready to talk to her. And, and, yeah, obviously, I apologize and stuff like that. And she was like, she was like, yeah. You don't ever do that to me again. And, well, since then, I've never done that. <laughs> and that was, uh, what was it? I'm 22 now, 15 years ago. Yeah. See, that's there's times where not actually physical punishment, just, just disappointment. Just the disappointment. I, yeah, the big, uh, the big uh, I'm not mad, I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed. And if, and if, and if the parents can broadcast that properly that will hit if the kid actually has a conscience that'll hit a kid in the feels like no business oh yeah you know i think that's kind of what my dad did but he wasn't he probably was never planning on me on planning on smacking me but just having me go through it letting me (laughs) think oh my god i've had this book i've had it happen before and i'm pretty sure probably during the whole thing i was crying probably going through the whole process i was probably crying but then he actually made like a little it. bit, no, yeah, probably. But yeah, it's like I said. Sometimes disappointment is better than actual punishment per se, because I think the the worst thing I wanted to do 
when I was a kid was disappointment parents. You know, especially in public. If you embarrass them in public, I I would I hate I would hate doing that now. Yeah. You know, that's why I, I, I hate I hate being embarrassed in public now. I try not to. That's why I'm so like sometimes if I'm not around my group of friends, I'm just like mind my own. <laughs> not mind my own. Just gonna do my own thing here. Just go with the crowd, do what the crowd's doing. If you don't do anything different from the crowd, you're not doing you're not being different. No one's gonna look. So You're right. So yeah, that's that's what I think. So, okay, this episode ran longer than we intended, but we had actually went a lot better. I thought we were going to, like, run through everything and be like, ah, oh, shit, it's only been, like, a half hour. What the hell are we going to talk about now? Right. <laughs> so we've been going on for a little over two hours now. So uh, we are going to try and, like I said, we're going to try and do this weekly. Um, yep. This might go up on either Friday or Saturday. I don't plan on that being the normal. The normal will probably be Monday of every week, Monday or Tuesday of the week's. So we only did this because I had the chance. I didn't work this week of Labor Day because I took that time off. So we had a chance to record it early. Dylan's going somewhere on this weekend, so he wouldn't be able to. So we did it today. Um, we are going to try and maybe get somewhere where you could follow us. At least I know for sure this will go up on Apple Podcasts. I don't know exactly where everywhere where this will go up. I know for sure Apple Podcasts. It might go on Spotify and all that stuff. But we'll figure that out as we go. This is all Amazon. Because I listen to Amazon. Okay, if you want to handle doing that, by by all means, go for it, man. Uh, I'm not really. I don't have the technology smarts. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, this is a learning oh, process. Yeah. If you can't tell, so, um, like I said, look out for us every week. The next, if you listen, if this comes out on Friday, probably the next one won't be for another week, week and a half. Anyways, I'm Colin. He's done. This was this. This was the if stupid had a name podcast. Thank you. Um, Whoa, thank you, episode one. Yep, leave reviews, and like I said, look out for the next episode, and we will catch you next time.